0: All right. Hello. What's going on? Rich Ryan here, Race Brain Podcast. We have a draft today. One of the most exciting episodes of Race Brain. It's the draft. We're drafting for Spartan Race, Kelowna, which is the North American Championships of 2022. So very exciting. Some compelling races up front. So a lot. we talk a lot about what to expect there on both the men's and women's side. Some of the depth is going to be interesting and how it's all going to shake out. So it was fun to go through the draft get all the teams ready and give you a good preview of what to expect for this race in Kelowna. So if you have not yet, please review, please subscribe. So you get all this good stuff directly to your feed. Follow us on Instagram, race.brain, so you can get some more in-depth conversations going on over there. And so you can follow along when we're putting out new stuff. So here we go. Jack Bracken, Kirk, myself race Rain podcast all right boys we are here today we are here to talk about the spartan north american championships that is throwing down this weekend we're going to draft teams as normal but last week we kind of took a break we didn't have much to talk about so we met up and we kind of talked about some of the nuts and bolts of what we got going on here and it's a little bit of like house cleaning, if you will, and we just kind of wanted to see what we had. We wanted to kick it around and see where we thought race brain was going to go. I feel like we've been putting out some decent, decent episodes, middle to upper level of quality episodes here. Wow.
1: And A ringing (laughs) endorsement from our own host.
0: (laughs) Middle to
2: upper. Middle to upper. He's humble. Rich is a humble guy. We all know that.
0: There's room to improve, of course. But – Humility <laughs> is high here. I'm the most humble dude. Don't think I'm not. And so when we look at it, we all we all kind of have jobs to some respect. Not that we don't have bosses, but we have jobs. But so this is kind of a hobby right now. And if it's if this maintains as a hobby, it will probably fizzle. Or we're going to lose direction. We're going to take on another hobby. So we really wanted to kind of see what, how we could make this a little bit more serious and kind of take it to the next level and just improve the product, uh, just to keep it rolling. So we decided to start a Patreon. So Kirk, what were some of the reasons that when we were talking about that we decided on Patreon? Because we don't work
2: for free, Rich. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, We've been working for free for a long time, I feel like. And, um, you know, I think both of us, uh, I'm speaking for Bracken and myself when I say both of us, um, we we started the Running Public uh, as a passion project because we enjoyed talking about running and we wanted to share that that knowledge and those conversations with the people. Um, And we want to keep that pure. We want to keep it what it is. We only want to uh, ask for money from our listeners if they're getting a product from us via our training plan uh, or hiring our coaching services. And this has been uh, added to our plate as an addition. It's been a a really fun project. Um, And in order to keep it going, because I'm working full-time jobs, Bracken's busy. I know you guys are all the same. Jack's got a full-time job. Same with you, Rich. Um, realize maybe at times we're just a little stretched thin and, and to keep this thing going, we want to make sure that we gain some momentum and we're having a lot of fun doing it. We want to be able to continue. Um, but in order to do that, take care of overhead, we got a lot of hosting fees, maintenance stuff, a lot of time put into this. We just need like just a little shower of some sort of, um, monetary, uh, benefits so we can keep it going. And that's as simple as it is. What do you think, Bracken? Did I sum that up shower. nicely?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, give us your silver and your gold, a silver and golden shower (laughs) of some sort. I think we'll be good. Yeah, I mean, listen, we've talked ad nauseum on our podcast when we get the question, why don't you have a Patreon? And it's because we don't think that there should be a buy-in for information that should be common knowledge. And we don't want to do that. But this is more in the entertainment realm. Do we hope there's an entertainment component to the running public of course but we know that we're information first entertainment second this is purely entertainment and for the the hardcore of the sport that just want more ocr content and so yeah this is your chance to support as you can if that's something you want to do plus it helps us keep the lights on a little bit we have costs associated with this and we have big grand plans and some of them need to be financed
0: That that is a big part of it right like we want this to be better Right. Like, like I said, right now, middle to upper, still good, but I think we can make really blow this up. I think this can really be something special if we have a little bit of incentive to do so and that we know that it is valuable. And that's the main thing, right? It's like we want to make sure that the offerings that we have are valuable to you guys, the listeners, and the way you can show us is to just give us that support so we can continue to kind of build and grow and do things that you guys like. I I think this, this Avenue is good for the sport, right? That's ultimately like why I wanted to start something like this or talk about this with you guys. So often is because I think it helps drive things forward. And if these kind of conversations dwindle down and there's not a lot of conversation going around about the athletes and what's happening, that's not great for the health of things. So I think that just a little bit of that support will definitely help us and can help the long-term, uh, health of the sport jack what do you think on, on the patreon end
3: yeah um I, I think i guess i've been doing all the statistics and stuff for five six years at this point which is kind of crazy to think about and a few people have reached out and been like hey i just i'd love to say thanks but i'm like i, I don't know what me individually like how, how that would bring value specifically but i think collectively the group of brains here um we do provide some pretty good content and it, it takes a lot, especially if you guys referenced it with having full-time jobs. Like I ask a hundred plus people, if they're showing up for these races, I, I come up with all these random tidbits that kind of make it sound like more of a professional sport, but it's not like that just takes 10 seconds to to come up with all this stuff. You got to go through all like the results and decide what's actually worth talking about. So it, it's been a lot of work. Um, that's not too glorious, but I've kind of done it because our sport's been lacking someone like that. So, you know, just, just having a little bit of a, a thanks from the community, um, collectively with, with you guys giving out training advice and just having these, these conversations, I think is, um, yeah, it it just keeps the motivation going. And honestly, rich kind of needs a little bit of help with, uh, some like mustache cream and stuff. So like any, any support financially right there, that that's going to go a long way.
0: I trimmed the thing down to kind of have it all blended I cleaned up the sides, Mm -hmm. Ain't, my wife didn't even notice. Didn't I even prefer notice the was... homeless. I
2: prefer the homeless look a little more. If I'm being I kind of
0: like it better too. I'm gonna like to go
2: back to dirty beard. I want.
0: I want to say, Jack. I
2: thought for a long time that you deserve some sort of backing for the work you do. And you guys don't know this, listeners, but we have a back end, uh, just a race brain chat that we have on Instagram, and we're constantly chirping at each other in there. And the amount of work that Jack alone does with reaching out to athletes, and it it really is the worst being that annoying guy in quotes, having to message everybody and all of that. And I know how that feels because I've done that in positions. And Jack does that all week, every week. That alone <laughs> deserves like 100K a year paid. I yeah, think. I if you going so, to do
3: that, I'm, yeah, I'm not it,
2: saying no. It, really? No, it's true. And, and we all have our podcasts and we try to, mon- You know, Rich Bracken and I, and we, and we monetize in our own way that way. But but poor Jack's got nothing over here. He, he's doing so much work. And I want to say two things, two th- two points to this Patreon thing, because we fought this for a long time on The Running Public. And I know you have, two with Reinforced Running Rich. I don't believe you have a Patreon there. Hmm. Um, two things. One, we've been giving you guys like the MVP on Race Brain, like the minimum viable product. And we don't really like to half-ass everything. We like to full-ass things. And if we get some momentum with the Patreon going, we can change the minimum viable product and full ass things and then the second thing is if let's say you're a listener of the running public or you're a listener of reinforced running but you don't want to get on our training plan and you don't want to hire us as coaches well why don't you come on over and join the patreon on race brain and support us that way in an indirect way you're supporting our our initial podcast by uh, joining the patreon on race brain So if you're not consuming our products on either of our podcasts, this is a good way to do it in the middle ground. If you don't want to join all the way, let's say, with a training plan or coaching, I think it's a nice meet in the middle. What do you guys think?
0: There's certainly value. I'd imagine most people, as they're going through their races, are thinking about the matches that they have and that they have burnt or have not burnt (laughs) thanks to the running public. So I imagine that that is valuable to a certain respect, but with the Patreon itself, right? The we wanted to, Bracken was very adamant about doing things a little bit different with that, and in, in terms of what we were going to offer the the Patreon members, and we're going to kind of do it in, in. We have a couple different tiers, as, as you would, and you can well, you can find the link down in the show notes, and we'll post it on the on our Instagram race If you're not following, please do. So we want we wanted to make sure there was actually some value here, and so we're going to do some like monthly giveaways to every Patreon. Member, uh, and and Bracken, what tell me, tell us a little bit about your idea with with this, like why you wanted to kind of steer this in, in this type of actual value for the Patreon members.
1: Well, first of all, anytime you get a sponsor, it has the ability to compromise the message. That's mm. why we never did on on running public because we recommend a lot on there. We give a lot of advice, and people need to know that it comes from a place of no bias or at least if it's bias, it's our own personal bias. It's not our pockets talking. And so when we, if we seek, when we speak, as we are now actively going to start doing speaking on behalf of sponsors, um, it's tricky if it's uh, just about lining our pockets. And in the space that we occupy, uh, the like, quit your day job sponsorship is few and far between. And so it's a lot of piecemealing things together. And you could get too caught up in trying to just Go all in on that, and we'd rather just make it something that provides value. So, the idea was that if companies are not able to like truly financially support us, they support through what their company naturally does. Let's just say VJ Shoes, for example, instead of giving us 500 or 1000 a month, which once you divide it at all, you know, four or five ways, it's just it's not game changing money. Why don't we just take product from you, put it into the Patreon community? You know, if you can donate a pair of shoes or two a month, we then raffle that off, not raffle, we just lotto draw it off and one of the supporters gets something. So it kind of continues our mission of giving back. Like if you're going to give us something, we'd like to continue to even give more in return. So some sort of gear or anything that's community um, beneficial each month back rather than just trying to like nickel and dime sponsors.
3: and and bracken with that uh that giveaway we're going to incorporate the the probably the best part of these draft episodes the the wheel of names so if you want your name on the wheel of names (laughs) during these contests we're gonna we're gonna put everybody who's on the patreon uh based on your tier level um you're gonna get a certain number of votes and then that'll that'll determine the odds of you getting your prizes
1: yeah so each month someone takes home something yep yeah and this could be
2: this could be an array depending on your tier it could be uh a coaching consult with one of us or Jack can consult them on whatever he feels like that day if yes, you just want a phone call go for it <laughs> canoeing uh, hot springs he's your guy but things like things like that maybe even a free month of coaching with one of us will every quarter or the gear that we support we're gonna ask uh ask those companies to maybe support us by supporting you and giving product away like Bracken mentioned and then we're gonna come up with a a a list of things that will be uh, a benefit for each tier. But um, basically your chance at getting your money back in some way is decently high based on your tier through either product or our time. So you're not really giving us your money
0: you're we're just trading things around a little bit and exceptional content. Unbelievable content is what they're getting in return. All right. So just to kind of, Talk about the different tiers. Like I said, you can take a look. So what, what you would get in that are different entries, different amount of entries to the monthly giveaways, depending on your tier level. And then there'll be also some Patreon-only swag, uh, some different um, different levels. There's going to be some sort of AMAs for the Patreon members and select episodes that will be live streamed that you'll get early access to uh, when, when we feel that is right. So take a look at that down below. If you do, we would really love the support. Just take a look, see what you think. Toss us some love. What do we think, boys? Did we do it? How do people find it? Link in the show notes, and we'll have it on our
3: Instagram. All right. Just make sure people
1: know that. Ten minutes of self-advertisement is (laughs) tough on the old gut here, Kirk. (laughs)
2: Uh, You know, the Band-Aid's been ripped off. Now we can move on.
0: Got that done with. Now we'll just ask every single week the rest of the time, the
1: race brain exists. (laughs) We should do a -a (laughs) Uh, call-a-thon. I'll try 24 hours straight for a -a call-a-thon.
0: You could do it. You could definitely do it. All right. So let's talk about some Spartan racing. We have the North American Championships this weekend, and it's the first time that this race has been held outside of the United States. Correct? So we're in Kelowna, which is in... uh, eastern british columbia and canada it's i don't is the map out i haven't seen i think the map is out is it's it not, not at the map it's in, yeah. an inaccurate map
3: according to um so just some posts that i've seen they've changed the direction of the middle part of the course it's still going to be the same like 4,000 4,200 4, feet of change half marathon but they're changing the direction of a couple of the trails.
0: So, when I was looking at the starting list for the second year in a row, it looks a bit lighter, uh, at least on the female mm. side. It seems to be a little bit less deep than it, it has been. And last year, it, there was a conflict between OCR World Championships, which made the field particularly thin on both the men and the women's side. But this year, uh, again, there's a little bit less in attendance there. Like, Kirk, what do, you, what do you think? What do you chalk that up to in terms of the participation here?
2: I don't know. I think there's a lot of travel this year and people had to pick and choose where they were going to go if they weren't all in on the series. I think that's part of it. Um, I don't know the current status, but I think getting into Canada for some is proving to be difficult depending on your vaccination status. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some barriers to entry there where there were not for Mexico. Um, I don't know. And and maybe um, it's starting to get to that point in the season where people are picking and choosing. I know some great athletes who are going to West Virginia because they love that course. Hmm. For example, same day, same weekend. Why not stay domestic, spend less money, still potentially get a payout. I kind of get it. So um, I think there's a few factors going on there. That's what I think.
3: Yeah. West Virginia I, I know is that, the
0: best. Good.
3: Oh, I, I was going to say, I know that some people have actually had passport problems like Rose. She wanted to go to it, but Hers, she submitted it three, four months ago after it expired, after Mexico, and she just hasn't got it back. So that's just mm-hmm. out of her control. She did, she did the work to try to get it done, just isn't there. Uh, Rhea, who obviously does well and got third in Utah, she's just in Europe. She's been traveling all over the world. She was already over there. She's like, I'm just going to visit my family for a month. I'm going to stay here. It's a little easier on my travel schedule. So if you, you've got stuff like that. You have a few injuries. Um, Kirk, you alluded to, it just being hard to get into Canada for certain people. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a, you know, just a perfect storm of, of reasons why the attendance is a little bit lower. So
0: Bracken, when I look at this race in particular, the payout's amazing. This is like the best payout probably in outside of the Spartan world championships It's probably the best payout. Hirox world championships was up there probably a little bit more than this one, but is that not, does money not move the needle for some of these athletes these days?
1: Well, I think we are starting to see the negative uh, effect of two decisions Spartan made. And this isn't, this isn't one of these rants towards Spartan. It's just a black and white issue here. The first is that they did cut funding to athletes this year. And this is where you start to see it on the races that are more difficult to get to. In the past, it was known, even if the payout wasn't great, our travels at least free even if we have to share a rental car or Airbnb with someone, if I can snag 500 bucks for 12th place, I cover my costs. Now it's like the payouts are great, but I've got to gamble my own money to get that payout. And people need to take time off jobs and international travel. And it is decently far away. It just impacts the everyman semi-pro athlete now that some funding has been cut. And the second is that, And a a decision I agree with to try to expand this into other nations where it's a very U.S.-centric sport and we want to get away from that. But when you make it a championship and you don't provide as much incentive to get there, you run the risk of you get a lot of local talent and you then remove the biggest player, which is the U.S., from the North American scene. So those two kind of came together in in a perfect storm combined with Travel's Outrageous this year. And you're seeing Mm -hmm. the the fruit of that labor but, but don't get me wrong the prize money is great if you think you're good at altitude
3: you should be at this race i don't think there's a race if you're a you know even like a second tier one of the uh, elite athletes like i don't think you have better odds of making better money at any race throughout the year than this one
2: yeah i think I'd the uh that. at altitude asterisks i uh I think the East coasters are getting sick of going West too. That's a big, it's a big travel ask. And Spartan has really not thrown any bones to the central or Eastern side of the U S or I guess North America until blue mountain comes up at the end of the year. And I think a lot of Easterners are are like, you know what, if I'm going to choose which Canadian race I'm going to finagle, I am going to choose the East coast race. We have a lot of East coast racers that just making long flights, long travel, lots of money to do that. Traveling. And uh, I think we see like a bit of our East Coast contingency just staying home.
3: What well, Kirk, we Kirk, just think in one year you had Jacksonville, Alabama, Asheville, Westford—like it was all East Coast—and then mm-hmm. I think Big Bear was the other one. So it's Seattle. kind of been like this on the opposite end of the Seattle, wasn't? Before. Yeah, not the
2: last end. two yeah. years though have not. And it I was usually
1: yeah, um, two to three on each coast. Yeah, and suddenly it's not, and yep. that's tough.
2: Not a lot of balance there with distribution, I don't think.
1: Yeah. And people hear Canada and they assume one section of Canada. This are- this is thousands of miles from where we've seen Canadian races in the past. It's not as simple as, oh, just kind of like flit on over there. Even for the Canadian racers, this is like traveling New York to North Dakota. <laughs> it's yeah. not it's not even the same country for all intents and purposes. Kirk, did you look at flights to the, to this area? Like, would you have to fly to Vancouver? How do you get here? And
0: it's like a drive from Vancouver.
3: You know, look. I did like four oh, hours from Vancouver. That's what's Is take. that,
0: is that the route? Jack, are you going to be on site?
3: I'm going to be on site. Ooh. Is, Jack on site?
0: Jack on Jack site, site. B. Yeah. And yeah, there seems to be a good three man squad. How
2: are you feeling about that, Rich? More coverage.
0: Yeah, I think you guys are going to do, <laughs> going to do great. I'll, I'll, the free I'll time again. Saturday morning, yeah.
1: Yeah. I just imagine the production meetings. Like, all right, we've got Jack, we've got Gary B. Like, can we find anyone else? And Jack's like, no, I don't. I think this. <laughs> I think this <laughs> is it. Like, if we had someone, we'd get them. But yeah. I, I just don't know if there's anyone we could trust that knows yeah. how to run downhill. Jack, who's
2: rabbiting <laughs> with you this this race?
3: Oh, I've got a tall task. Um, it's going to be me, Gary B. who you just mentioned Bracken. And then two uh, ambassadors from Spartan Canada who Do run... Do we know like, their they're running credentials? I don't, which is making me nervous. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to get stuck with the Emma versus Lindsay battle. Um, or they'll be like, well, you're the fastest one here. Go keep up with the top guys, which I'm going to be like, get me a cart. Who's uh, Gary B? Belander. He's... Um, you, you've probably seen him. He's, he's bald. Um, he, he was on Spartan Games a little bit. In, I like him the already. Coverage. Yeah. <laughs> he's been there for like a decade.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: You guys are going to do great. I'm sure the coverage is going to He, gonna he was uh, the co-camera person <laughs> with Steve down in Mexico when they when they uh came up with some of their stuff.
0: So I pulled up the prize money. Yeah, it's $12,000 to win. It's uh, four digits up until uh, sixth place, and it's 900 $800, 600, 400 and 300 for 10th so this is like pretty good like getting 400 the
3: usd or canada
0: <laughs> good question i'm sure it's canada just so they can it's you'd and really can prefer to get that bucks. usd but
1: it might be canadian yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know what you're doing there back i hear it yeah too. conversion <laughs> rates conversion uh-huh. rates for sure uh-huh. now that's interesting because it is very top heavy and it goes till six strong but then i back in the day i thought like I thought we blew up in West Virginia one year and got like 400 bucks for 15th or 12th or something like that. Like it we used to go, go a little... Top 20
0: was world championships. I don't remember
1: top 20. They've, they've only done top North 10 American. to my
0: knowledge for
3: North American champs. Hmm. Yeah, I believe that's, I think,
2: that's right. I think the players who le- like legitimately believe they have a shot at top three to five still choosing to go I think you're losing at least if you're like me and others we're losing that like Jack mentioned like that second tier who's like all that travel and maybe best case scenario come out like 400 bucks I know it's like woe is me like I'm not making money to go race when droves of people go pay to do this and don't expect any money to be made but I think it's like that like people like me were like god best case scenario what am I gonna make am I I'm just gonna lose 50 percent on the trip at
1: best I think that's happening a lot and a lack of clarity on the course <clears throat> really impacts the people yeah. who show up to do well. Like mm-hmm. let, Let's say, for example, Kirk, you and I, Rich, Jack, we're all super fit. We're thinking this is a year I'm going to go after something. I'm really fit. I've timed my 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 training cycle as well. And they tell you a course and the, mm-hmm. the terrain is TBD. There's no real information on it. You're not going to, if your travel's not comped, you probably aren't going to risk going there when the rumors are mountainous or altitude and flat or sea level and flat and then you do some digging you realize that, well it's not at sea level there is some altitude but there's varying descriptions of how hilly it was going to be runnable but hilly and then it was going to be flat but with a few steep sections now we're hearing 45 ish 100 feet of vert the the varying accounts means that people are having a hard time determining is this a good course where i actually do a good course for me do i have a chance to do well here depending on what the course is really does play into a an athlete's decision on whether they want to go pay a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars for travel for the chance to maybe win it back
3: yeah we we are talking about the elite side obviously but i i do think a lot of us have seen just pictures of british columbia and just that travel adventure side of it that's what most of the people are going to the race for because they know they're not going to walk home with some pay and Personally, I'm I'm really excited just to check out British Columbia. and I think that that's going to be the case for a good amount of people who are going there, though, regardless of whether or not that expectation on what the course layout was there.
1: Yeah, I'm speaking to our draft today.
3: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Like, I personally wouldn't go and because that's going to be over $1,000 in travel to this. I would not go to one of those events without knowing specifics of the course and how that meshes with my skill set. I just wouldn't.
0: I was thinking this was going to be sea level. I was like, this sounds great. Sounds like I thought it was gonna be like West Virginia, West, like sea level mountainous dry. Uh, and it doesn't seem. Yeah. It's such a bummer that it's another altitude race starting at 5,000 feet.
2: We beat uh, that conversation to death, but I still think it's worth talking about. So they basically this season, um, four to the five races so far will be at altitude. Correct. The only one not being would have been San Luis Obispo. Uh, we'll have Blue Mountain later this year, which will be a nice bone to throw to to the sea level folks. But I think it was, I don't know if we just made this up, guys, or if we got bad info or we're just wishfully thinking. But we were all believing this was like maybe at most like a 3,000 feet above sea level type race. It's not going to be, a, it's going to be a mountain race, but nothing like, you know, elevation profile doesn't look that different potentially than like, a uh, Utah, right, or yeah. like a Big Bear. It right. like, looks similar to those. It's just what terrain are we going to get now? Which is a little disappointing, um, especially as it was an, it was a race that initially excited me when I saw it come out early in the year, thinking, oh, it might be exactly West Coast, West Virginia. Not the case.
3: Yeah. If, if you look, if you type in Kelowna elevation, it's like under two thousand feet. But if that type, was the misleading piece, yeah. If you type in Big White Mountain, the summit's at seventy six hundred feet. So village areas closer to five thousand. So it's not. Crazy! It's not like it's a Breckenridge or something like that, but that's still not for everybody.
1: When you get above five thousand, you're compromising what you can do. Mm. First time I was in Denver, I tried doing a uh, a ten percent incline workout with burpees in between, and just about <laughs> lost my life. Like it, it, it <laughs> does matter. And altitude is such a cop out until you race at it, and then you feel it. Like there are always people like Atkins or Emma who are going to go clean house there and be like, "Listen, just prepare." It's like, yeah, that's great. And you're a monster. And the rest of us sit here and just like, it doesn't work for us. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm expecting um, in terms of race results. Probably something pretty similar to what we had in Utah. Some different names out here for sure. But yeah. I would expect the people who do well in Utah will probably do well in Kelowna. The terrain, I think, is a little nastier from from the intel I have on the course is that there's going to be some like really nasty Bushwacky, tough footing areas throughout the course, but I don't know how much that'll actually come into play at altitude with that much gain for Bert.
2: Jack, what's the? Uh, I know I'm getting ahead of us, but it's the, my biggest curiosity. With all you're reaching out to people, is have we seen a big bump in the Canadian contingency for this race compared everybody's to everybody's gonna races? be there? Really?
3: Yeah. Cool. And they're gonna all be at Blue Mountain. Like I think this is gonna. It, it, they're just pumped kind of like bracken mentioned it's on their home soil first time it's ever happened and it's easy travel for them um so you're gonna <laughs> and see they deserve people.
1: it they've had it coming for years mm-hmm. yeah, toss them a friggin' bone here
3: yeah think what happened with case. the
2: mexican contingency in mexico are we going to see some canadian royalty pop up here that we haven't really seen uh up front before what do you fellas think
3: we'll see on draft day
1: this, this not, is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see on today. <laughs>
3: no, I meant when we make our picks, yeah. we understood. Yeah, he's don't not, it's he's not showing drastic. his hand. Not I don't, I don't I, don't, I don't, I honestly don't think it's going to be as drastic as Mexico because just the style of life is going to be more closely resembled to what people in the U.S. are expecting. <laughs> than, I think shock. the
1: women. Canadian athletes, the females are going to do very well. <laughs> wow, oh, going out on a limb. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll see the Canadian royalty represent very well on the female side. Jack's sitting over there <laughs> with this
2: smug look on his face with all his little stats he's going to dive into and just pick us apart one draft choice by one. I, I can see it all over your
3: face, Jack. I, I don't have time to, to look at the picks. I'm, I'm just asking people who's showing up. I don't have time for the analysis.
1: Mhm. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't thing. read up on any shoe reviews this week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's talk about some
0: draft. Jack, do you have the, the big board up? And I actually <laughs> thought I was looking at the results from our draft last time, mm-hmm. but I don't think mm-hmm. I was looking at the right stuff. So do you have that information available as well?
3: That's your job with the our, points. That is my job, I know. That's, that's all on you. Yeah. So
0: I may have screwed that up but i don't know do we remember what happened i think i won i think that i
3: won no i won and i think to... wait did you I, I oh, thought you want and, and made to come back you did and i was one i guess one
1: you one. were right this is moderately good content
0: <laughs> like i said <laughs> the minimal viable product folks that's that's what we got <laughs> take take a look at our patreon in the show notes Help us uh, out. okay <laughs> yeah. yes i believe you're right jack you're still in last but not by as much i'm i well believe
3: around
2: the, around. the uh I believe the strategy of picking all dudes did not pan out for Bracken and myself.
0: Once again, that strategy has proven to be a fail. Like you can draft all dudes. You can draft people who aren't going to go to the race. Both those <laughs> things, we can cross them off. You guys are like scientists. You guys are trying to make sure that you know what's right and what's wrong. So you're trying every specific-
1: Deductive reasoning.
0: That,
2: yeah,
1: I respect it. I respect it. And I if also I had an office it. door, the byline would say, I'm like a scientist. <laughs> Just get rid of the word- like, yeah, so can't lie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for drafting, we draft snake style five men, five women, one wild card. We are allowed one keeper outside of our top two picks. Keepers cannot be wild card, or uh, do we decide we can't keep the people off of waivers? Correct,
3: correct, yeah, okay.
0: Bummer. Uh, We're doing XCD scoring, cross-country scoring. So it's some of your top seven finishers, not five, whatever. Men's and women are combined. Uh, Lowest score wins. It's dual meet style. So we go head-to-head scoring. Each week we have two outcomes. Current standings, I'm in first at five and three. KB Corral is four and four. And Jack is three and five.
3: That was a big move Jack made. I'm trying to make it five and five for everybody after this week. That would be, that would be some drama. That'll be some reason to stick around on the Patreon, right?
0: Because then we have, uh, we're going to draft OCR World Championships. Does that
3: count towards this one?
0: Yeah. Okay. Right. Just Any draft counts, right? Any draft yeah. counts. The venue right. draft. Then we're going to do. <laughs> well, I that one. Yeah,
1: Jack cleaned up the <laughs> my venue first draft. pick. I got. You. I'm proceeding under that. protest. Yeah. <laughs> Which part? All of it. All of it. <laughs> no, West Virginia being a mountain course, best mountain Jack course. Picking a race that went under five years ago.
2: All I of got. It. I got two messages saying they agreed with me that Hawaii was the best international, best international race. course.
1: <laughs> so, which <laughs> listen up? If they don't live in the United States, is a factual <clears throat> statement. <true. laughs>
0: yeah, we we did a great job. We kept it very America for that uh, that episode there. So, Jack. On the men's side, who's not showing up?
3: Who is not going to be there? All right. uh, I'll have to filter this out because I'll get started for you.
1: Rich, Kirk, myself.
3: (laughs) Jack will be on. There we
1: go. One of those three could Um, be a player there.
3: Wild card. Wild cards. Okay. Uh, we, We do not have Angel Quintero, Aaron Newell. Uh, for the big names. Uh, it, no one from Mexico is going. So j- Eugenio, Ciro, the athletes who are on the podium in Mexico, they will not be here. Um, Ian Hosick, I would have thought he'd he'd make the trip. Johnny Luna Lima, Josh Readinger, Chris Brown, Lars, Lars Arneson would have done well here. Logan, he's doing Boomerang World Championships over in France, uh, from what I heard. Mark Godet matt rock nick mask was gonna go but he got really sick this past weekend so he can't go nick Riker posted that he was planning on going but he now he's going on all in on deca killian won't be there ryan Kempson, uh tyler graham and vj so a lot of big names who will not be there
2: is it not to interrupt but is wood is woodsy not on the table anymore is he on the yes column are we forgetting about
1: he is okay Have some thoughts on that list. First of all, this seems like a VJ course. This isn't your power hike for 30 minutes and then fire road descent type of course. This seems a little bit more Mexico than than Big Bear to me. This also seems like a time to redeem yourself based off of your Utah performance. So I'm actually surprised he's, I'm not surprised he's not going, but at at some level i'm a little surprised he's not taking that chance i wanted to see nick mask and hawk call have their wrestler test which to me is nasty terrain and mountains they've done the mountains i want to see nasty terrain now i want to see how nick does technical i want to see how hawk does bushwhacky so i'm excited to see hawk there i'm a little disappointed nick can't be there both for him because I think we all think he was loading up for something big, but I wanted to find out a little bit more about him. And I think that you could just like last time have an entire podium, not there. It's a Testament to the strength
0: and the depth on the men's side. Like that list of athletes that Jack just read off would be an amazing race by itself. And this is still a pretty stacked race. Like, I think it that there is. is a lot of men on this side. It's going to be hard to figure out who's going to be where. So, it, it's just a testament. And a lot of the Canadian athletes, we're seeing most of the top Canadian athletes, maybe with the exception of, like, one or two of names yeah. that I didn't see
1: on there.
3: Samuel A. Bear is probably the biggest That's name. That's who was is there. Jesse Bruce there? Jesse Bruce Jesse's there. there.
1: Good. He yep. and Mick should do well.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. There's
1: a, Mick there's a just
2: went uh one seven one in his 15-15 test last week. That's a big score. Big score. I am um, – my no, question about this so so vj i mean when we had interviewed with him bracken on the running public he had mentioned like hey i'm in on the series this year but leaving utah on his resume now even if he does blue mountain almost makes me wonder if he's putting his hands in the air or if he's still going to attempt blue mountain later this year just makes me curious and obviously he's just saving himself for ocrwc and then Maybe Blue Mountain will be icing on the cake. Have you guys discussed that this
3: decision with him at depth, Jack? Have you? He he definitely wants that OCR World title. Um, And beating yourself up on a mountain course like this when it's not part of the series. Like if this was event five of the series, he might be here. But OCR Worlds, that is his main goal. And we'll see about Blue Mountain when the time comes. But I know all his chips are in on OCR Worlds, just like Ryan Kempson. Um, He was going to show up, but then – something happened with this flight when they rebooked them there and it was going to be like 17 hours of travel. He's like, I'm just not doing that anymore. I'm, I'm going to defend my title. Um, especially now that more people are going to be showing he, he wants to be fresh and healthy for it instead of having a an uninter- or an interrupted race where you're pretty sore for a week after.
1: That makes sense. I like to try to play the, put myself in VJ shoes game. We talked with him
3: after. Well, you do uh, cause you wear VJ shoes. So. Oh, Jack. Uh, that was
1: good. we talked to him after Mexico <laughs> and he said he was surprised he did well because he was so disjointed in training and he'd been missing pieces to his training, but he started putting them back in and, and he won Mexico. But I, I would assume that Utah then was that, that eye opener. Like I started putting them back in, but they're not all there. And I've got work to do. And what if, I don't get it done in time for OCR Worlds and Kelowna, the style of work for that, just might interrupt this a little bit. So that would be my assumption is, listen, I'm going, screw everything I've said. I must defend my world title. And Kempston like you said, he got his first world title and he wants to defend it. So that path makes sense logically now, despite what both of them may have said earlier in the year. I agree with why they're doing it.
3: Yeah, money's hard to turn down, but I think the prestige, especially you get two world titles, now you're an elusive company right there, and I think that that's going to matter more.
2: Yeah, VJ's had a tough run. He's, you know, he lost his motivation, his mojo eluded him, he got some of it back, he raced respectable in Big Bear based on running twice a week, based on what he told us, and then... He pulls it together, has a great Mexico race, but then the guy's been sick and feeling, I mean, he was sick for like, he picked up a bug and it was like a month where he, hey, I think he was ready to train again and he he couldn't. And so I don't think, I don't think this has gone ideally and you're right for him. And in the training sense, I think he had to just make that decision like Bracken was alluding to, well, now I got to make a a business decision. That business decision is to focus on what's more important. My assumption is if he hadn't gotten sick and training had been pure, I think he would he would be there this weekend.
3: Yeah. We had several runs where it was like, Hey, uh, like seven minutes in, I know I'm right down the street from my house, but I got to find a porter body. So he had very yeah. broken training, even when he wanted to, just like you were mentioning there, but he's back, he's dialed in. I think he's going to, he, he knows what he's doing for OCR worlds.
0: He's going to throw his hat in the Deca arena. Get Deca, get his Deca mark. It's going to be good. So we'll see him there. So we'll see that must be like a three K tune up. And it's not all about money, right? But we're talking about money a lot in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, so World Championships, is what, 5K payout? 8,000. Eight for both, mm-hmm. for 3K and 15K. Okay, nice. The
2: other curiosity I had, and I don't know if any of you fellows have talked to him, but um, and Ian Hosick, maybe you'll have to reach out to me, but he's been kind of a ghost on social media uh, where he's been more active in the past. He hasn't alluded towards his plans of racing. I thought this series, more than any other series, would have – I mean, Ian was fourth in the world or fifth in the world a few years back. Um, this series would have served Ian Hosick the best out of any series to date, and we haven't seen him, so I was curious uh, what he's got going on. Um, anybody know in that regard?
3: No I, no, I would have thought the same. He's he's also a really good late-season geeker. <laughs> yeah in general. And this is right around that time when I would have thought the fitness was coming together, but maybe he's just dealing with something that he's not mentioning.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's talk about keepers. Oh, wait, no women on the women's side, Jack, who's not coming.
3: Yeah. I, I mentioned earlier, um, probably the big three names you've got. Rose, Rhea, and Alex Walker, all of whom won't be there. Um, that's, definitely going to shake things up because they're pretty much locks for the top five whenever they show up or top six at worst. Um, other big names who will not be here, Ariel Fitzgerald. She's dealing with a wrist injury. I would have loved seeing her in Canadian soil. Uh, Ashley Heller decided not to. Kelly Schweikart is running the Ultra Beast because she's doing 24-hour world championships. Um, so she'll be on site. I think she would have done well here um, based on her Ultra in Utah. But she decided to go for the Ultra Beast. Um, none of the, uh, Mexican athletes just like on the men's side will be there. So a couple, uh, I think there were three or four in the top 10 when, uh, everyone headed down there. So that's kind of some depth that's lacking. Faye Morgan Faye stenning I would have thought she's from Alberta originally, uh, Calgary. That's only a few hours away and she's been to Kelowna. Um, I don't know if her heart's in racing at the moment, but that would have been really fun to see. Um, Jessica Lemon, another she had roughly a tenth place finish at Tahoe one time. Um, Nicole's still hurt, obviously, and Sarah Kai's I would have liked seeing her as well. So, All right, pretty 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 big group of names who aren't there.
0: We still have a couple at the top, and Annie, like we'll say it up the front, is a maybe. Yeah. Where just been dealing with a couple of different things. So she's gonna be there and it's gonna be a matter of like if she races or not. Um it's gonna be. like she's gonna maybe all year, hasn't she? Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. It's that same thing. It's like we talked about before. It's uh it's an injury that's like some days are is okay, other days isn't great. So it's like one of those things where it's just kind of like constantly not great. So it's hard to really shut it down or or to push forward. So she's kind of like in limbo right there, but it's not a great place to be.
2: Has her training been able to go on per usual? Like is her fitness there as we knew Annie from last year? It's just these things pop up and it just holds her back in the moment or what's the situation?
0: Yeah, she could, she can hold on the fitness pretty well with cross training and things like that, and she's super strong. Her elbow is is better. She's she's rock climbing again, so she's gonna be really good with obstacles. She's planning on doing OCR World Championships, which I think will be really fun to see how she does in that because I think she is probably top two or three in in terms of obstacle proficiency and like how she'll be able to to navigate uh, an East Coast course like that. But she so her fitness is like okay. It's just a matter of how much running she could actually do on technical terrain because it's like an ankle issue right now, which uh, you know hurts hurts on on the the trails so it would be probably i would expect it to be like 88 percent if i had to put a percent on it how's that 88 it's a good percent take that into your drafting considerations jack do you have colorado she yeah she's over she's not too far from like golden gotcha so she's 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 been at altitude too which she wasn't before so i think when she gets healthy and ready to rock she's going to be like pretty scary
2: Cool. Rich, what do you got going over on there in that apartment? Is can you somebody... hear that? Oh, yeah. yeah, I can hear that. Sounds like somebody's Woodpeckers. Na- Yeah, nailing the wall.
0: I don't know. It's a, the neighbor. It's not in here. It's the par- problem with being in an apartment complex. I don't know what's going on. So it sounds like some kind of maintenance.
2: <laughs> what was it? An average okay podcast or some, something again coming through? Or at least in the just, top half. Just top half. This if, get
0: to the, if you get to the Patreon, and get a, a soundproof podcast room. And we won't have to deal with this anymore.
1: (laughs) Got the church bells going because it's noon over here.
0: (laughs) True. Can't hear it. Uh, All right, Jack, could you pull up the rosters from last time so we
3: can talk about some keepers? Yeah. Uh, um, Utah was the last race. Okay. Share screen. And you're going to get the wheel of names going? better believe it The thing is ready we do keepers we do keepers first do you share
0: there it is let's pop it on up okay
3: (laughs) so we'll do um rich you just want to do yours first since i'll i'll isolate it that way you cannot pick emma rose won't be there but anyone after that and i think that the rule is if you pick a keeper Again, you end up having to make that your first overall pick, right?
0: Right. And I did have Sean Stevens Whale. I think I picked. I th- I picked him up as a wild card. I think, which would have been a great keeper, but against that was, yeah.
1: Chris Ragowski made your decision difficult again. I mean, went out and she, took seventh place at Leadville this past weekend. Crazy.
0: I'm sure we'll talk plenty about Chris. But I mean, I kept her last time, so she'd have to be my first or second or my first pick. Um, which I probably could get her there anyway. Give me Batrice, Batrice in five.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk and Bracken, Rich, uh, your Bra- or your fifth place or fifth round for Batrice. Just mark that down because I can't type it yet.
2: What's the highest round we can pick for a keeper? I highlighted them. Okay. None of them are going to be there.
3: <laughs> josiah will be there josiah Natalie will be there. will be there Jamie and that's it well, that
1: was pretty obvious isn't it bragging no one or josiah everyone else i think we can get where we got him i i think
2: josiah's i mean he's a he's a safe bet man
1: i think that in a race where the known commodities are a bit limited you take what you can what you yep. can control so we take him, we keep him, right? right? Rich is doing his little... He's he's working his little pirate stash all around there, but I'm going to ignore his facial expressions. Josiah in round four, I think has value. Keep him.
3: He's not getting all worse right. than, than fifth. Like. All right. all right. All right.
0: What was that look all about, Rich? I like that Jamie Brusa in the 10th. It's too late. Can't go
3: back. Locked it in. All right. um, Me. um, Oh, boy. Let's go. I think I've got. So it's between Casey in five. Ashley O'Hara round seven and Elizabeth Murray in round 10. I'm
1: just going to go ahead and say Veerman's my disappointment of the year. (laughs)
3: <laughs> not, for yes.
1: anything he's done. In the not for anything he's done performance wise but because we haven't been able to watch him on a litany of courses that he would have been a monster on mm-hmm. i know i'm disappointed i don't get to see more veerman in my life you're so impressive in utah
3: yeah yeah um i'm gonna go casey in round five mm. <sighs> all right All right, all right. Let's pull up the wheel of names, boy. The wheel of names. I'm going to stop sharing and then we can have the wheel of names go up. Why won't this let me stop? coming up. There it is. All right, here we
0: go. Are we on? You see it? Spinning black. There we go. Spinning black. There it is. All right, so Jack, you have three entries. Corral, you got two. And I got one because I'm in first place. Are you ready? Yeah. Yep. I'm feeling good about is. this
1: today, Kirk. Me too. Feeling good.
0: About the so wheel so or I mean, about our overall? The slow interwebs right now. Not really sure what's going on. Hey! Oh. All right. What pick do you guys want?
1: Oh, well... Is there a sure thing in this field? There is. There is. Is there? Kirk, Kirk you is want the up? honors? Is there a sure Kirk, thing screw in this, this field? Up? Well, no, there's not now that Lindsay's back. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> I don't think you can go wrong with Emma or Lindsay. <clears throat> Correct. It was it was Emma. Suddenly, she just became like the queen of OCR in the last few weeks. And then Lindsay's out there winning Sky Races. The only noticeable weakness against Emma from Lindsay would have been running, and Lindsay's crushing runs. If this is bushwhacky, if this is technical, can you vote against the true queen of OCR? So maybe we have a tougher task than we thought.
2: I think we do. I- I'm okay going first or, or pushing it off. All right. I those, don't, are your, you those, more, those are you're, your you're options. Right. You have more. Te- you have more tenure here, Bracken. So I'll, I'll support you. Whatever you want to do.
0: This doesn't sound good, guys. You guys are really not on the Sounds same like page. We have a split coming up. You're not on any page. Let's no. take first. All right. All right. First overall. First.
3: First. If I don't get this pick. Okay. I feel oh, really keep good. Keep spinning. About it. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to go second um, because I want. Whoever you don't
0: pick. All right. I will go third.
3: Okay. All right. Screen again. Are we ready for rumble.
0: the 2022 Spartan North American championship draft? <clears throat> yep. We're on the clock. The first pick.
2: This is the one we could get divorced over, to be honest, right here.
1: So no, I have a leaning, but I'm this is one of those where if we went second, I'd be almost relieved to take whoever we didn't get. Yep. So my leaning is Lindsay because how do you not pick her? But I'm I'm equally okay. So do you have a leaning, Kirk?
2: Do we know morning conditions in Kelowna or in that region is, is it going to be guaranteed dry? Is it going to be, do we, do we understand what happens there this time of year in the mornings? That is my major concern. If we have dewy obstacles, if there is some precipitation, I'm going Lindsay 10 out of 10 times. If it's a dry course, I think I pick Emma right now, her running, even with Lindsay doing as well as she has in these races, Lindsay cannot keep up with Emma. She cannot. I'm convinced of that.
0: So they're calling for rain on Saturday. I don't know if that's morning. It's not as dry as you would think. It, it right now, I think it is. Yeah, it's 11 a.m. there, and it's 62% humidity, which isn't which isn't nothing. So it might be wet in the mornings there, and it's relatively warm. But they're calling for rain on Saturday. I would imagine that's afternoon showers, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Should we just so take have, hawk and avoid just take this? hawk <laughs> entirely?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so here's my hawk. thoughts. I believe that Emma may be more talented. I believe she may have the better skill set for running right now. I also believe she needs more variables to go right than Lindsay does. I agree. Like if it rains, it's Lindsay's. If, if it's we have super, a lot of bushwhacky, it, could be, it Lindsay. could be Lindsay. If the technical, if the descents are more technical, it's Lindsay. Uh, every variable that gets added in, it's Lindsay. And at the end of the day, if we pick Lindsay and she loses, it's like, you know what? Good on you, Emma. You, you finally did it. If we pick Emma and Lindsay wins, it's like, you're an idiot guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I feel compelled to take Lindsay. She's the greatest of all time. If we say she's the greatest of all time and we don't pick her, we're fools. Lindsay Webster folks. Good
0: pick. That was definitely the hardest Lindsay first overall pick that we've ever had in ever. the entire entirety of the
3: draft episodes. Does Emma live in British Columbia or Alberta?
0: I think she's Alberta.
2: Alberta.
3: Alberta. Okay.
2: But she's got a short travel schedule. It's close for her comparatively.
3: Yeah.
1: I said yeah. that with confidence, but I, I guess I, now I'm starting to second guess. I thought yeah. when we <laughs> talked with her, it was, she was Alberta. I think she's the Calgary area, isn't she?
3: And that'd be
2: so Alberta. also. Yeah.
3: But yeah. I don't know either. Yep. All right, let's Regardless, the board. I originally I was hoping to get third and then I realized once you guys made it clear you were going one of the two women, I knew I wasn't going to get the other one if I went third. So you put me in my unideal spot for this, but I've got to go Emma at this point. Yes, you do. So you want to see so you- any way that they don't get one, two. So we're going to minimize our points that way at least. So
1: Now, Rich, you, you get to go all guys. You can go top one and two guy picks and you can just kick it off.
3: Go on a guy run.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. Jack would prefer to have a two to start.
1: He could have had a one, but he wants a two.
3: I could easily have a one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know.
1: I mean, this might, I mean, Emma's had multiple coming out parties, but this might be her coronation. Or it could be just Lindsay keeps the crown for eternity.
3: Or Chris will win. She'll just do something stupid like she does. She's that loose. She's warmed yeah. up. Yeah, she's actually or running. stiff there.
0: as a board right now. <laughs> That's
2: one
3: of the two. <laughs>
0: Oof. Um, well, definitely taking Atkins. <clears throat> so Atkins he's already is already
3: out
0: there. You know, is he out there? That's good. Yeah, he's been doing some biking some cycling lots of um, it
1: oh <laughs> he just did leadville 100 bike race but he does that basically
3: mm-hmm. every day that type of workout so
1: i'm saying he's been cycling he's been at altitude working out altitude. Cycling. yeah, yeah. It's gonna play well for him I he seems so. to race well off cycling mm-hmm.
0: yeah he sure does so i like that i like him here you know you think after utah where you know Hawk kind of took it to everybody that, you know, he might have some momentum, but just in a different country, I I don't see Atkins losing this race. I, I just, the odds would have to be pretty tremendous in the field's favor for me not to take Atkins here, but now I don't know what
1: to do. I don't know what to do here. You could corral the podium on the men's side or you could miss out on a a top five potential woman. Like you may, there Mm -hmm. may not be another one when they come back to you. The KB corral. Uh, Give me Chris Roglowski. Mm -hmm.
3: Reach. That's what I've said every time.
0: (laughs) She just ran a hundred miler. Kurt. Tell us how you think she's going to do well this time.
2: No, I've already, I've already put my tail between my legs. I formally apologized to Chris about telling her she can't do it again because she's done it again. How many times? How many hundred milers does she run and then raced a Spartan race afterwards? Like two, three, all of them. Second time Mexico, yeah. She hasn't been outside the top three or four. Like, oh my gosh, she just has a
1: unique tapering process.
2: (laughs) <laughs> it just birth. blows birth. out
1: the system, really embraces her recovery, and then smashes some sort of race the day before.
2: We're going to have to get her on and see what she does between between time. I'd be very curious to dissect those six days between races.
0: I'm guessing she climbs 14ers. Probably. <clears throat> the, yeah. the, the much higher the Norwegians have really kind of changed the way that people are thinking about training. I think Chris is on to something. Very, again, like a scientist, just, just <laughs> very dialed in, just... Yeah. She's like a scientist. Just like a like a scientist yeah. there. Imagine
2: going into like a mountain Spartan beast and being like, well, it can't even be close to as bad as what I went through last weekend. Like yeah. that's a powerful tool to have in your belt, isn't it?
1: Sure is.
0: And
2: then if she's bent ban- yeah. yeah.
0: If I can yeah. suffer for a day straight, I can suffer for two and a half hours. Oh yeah. No matter how tired she is. Mm-hmm. And then she's coming, she's been at altitude. I mean, that race is <laughs> I mean, how much time are you spending above like ten thousand feet in in Leadville? Is it like most of the oh, race? Is it all? You don't is go below like ninety six or something? Yeah. Is that right? And then the terrain, she, like that, is helpful for her. I think just because she can navigate that, she she moves really well. She might not have like the highest and foot speed of some of these runners, but I think just like the nastiness of the course and being at an altitude, it's just like whatever. She's just tougher
3: than everybody else, so yeah. she's going to do well. I'm done doubting her. She's. She's gonna get third again. I've been done. Yeah. Jackie up. Well, uh, you threw me a bone, hot call. I think he's gonna win it.
0: You think he's going to win it?
3: Yeah, he I texted him I'm like, Hey, what are you going to uh, going to Kelowna? He's like, Yep, and I'm going to win the race. And that sounds <laughs> That's very been much every like everything's call,
1: male correspondence in the history of the planet. I know you didn't yep. ask. Don't you guys
2: win. wish you had a little bit of that in you? Be honest. Yeah. Don't yeah. you?
0: I, I love al- that. I mean, I always think I'm gonna win, but I never, I never do. It doesn't mean just because you say you're gonna win, you're gonna win. Do you say you're gonna win
2: unbashfully, like with conviction, every time, like this man? And he'll say it publicly.
3: No yeah. problem.
0: He's won one time. <laughs> I <laughs> hope it's the first.
3: I mean let's let's think slow. He would have if he could do a herquist, he would have been if He could do obstacles. Nick, Nick beat him. Obstacles. He got fourth. Mm-hmm. He got second in Utah last year, first in Utah with the same amount of climbing um like a month or so ago. Like Big he Bear could, wasn't his best course. He uh, does like well Carly. in his backyard. Yep, yep that's okay. true. This is not but in his
0: backyard. Ooh. I feel like
3: Hawk Hawk could get one or two. Chris is gonna get at best third.
0: You said he was going to win.
3: Yeah, no, I, I'm aware, but I I think he'll win. At worst, he's going to get second, and that's better I would have than taken Hawk and Chris. Yeah. Me too. Taking Hawk over
0: Atkins, over Chris. Oh, oh, oh. no. I, that I was thinking about it. I don't think that that's a bad
1: bad move. But no, you're no.
0: I am well, saying I think you made a bad move. Uh, I disagree. There's the, the men's field's deep.
3: Yeah, but yeah, who I was mean. with Hawk? in Utah.
0: I mean, I could see Josiah slipping in there. I could see Ryland slipping in there. A couple of these these Canadian
3: athletes. Josiah is doing a four stage bike race right now in, in Canada. Uh, it's like 23,000 feet of elevation gain and like something like 60 miles a day. Um, and it ends on Thursday afternoon. So he's going to get like one day recovery and then do this type of course. I can see his legs being blown up a little bit. Why did didn't you guys tell us know that? that did you guys know that? He publicly posted it.
1: I didn't have oh. my time to do my research, guys. I was yeah. so busy reaching out to athletes. I was texting hey, he 170 yeah. people. <laughs> All right.
3: So, so regardless, Josiah is still going to get top five because it's a mountain course. Um, I, I think he'll fade a little bit at the end, but I would have picked him in round four if he was still available. I'm sure he's going to do well, but yeah. I don't think he's going to win. He's reliable. All right. Kirk Bracken back to back. You got some some gems to pick from.
2: I've got two am I in, so I got a clear two I'd go if I was solo picking right now.
1: Do we agree that one's Rylan? Yep. Okay. Let's take... Uh, it matters keep- what order we take him here, though, doesn't it? Is mm. he in keeper slot either way?
3: Nope. If you nope. pick him seventh, he'll be
2: keeper. So I think we pick the other human... Is Next. your other
1: human Mick? My other
2: human is Jamie Brusa. Jamie Brusa. Okay. let's Because go we Jamie. need to keep it balanced here on the genders this time, Bracken, remember? Could have had her in the 10th. Take her <laughs> yeah, in the I second can't instead. I didn't do that. <laughs> well, if we would have known about Frick and Josiah's bike.
3: Ex- hey, now you get both of them. You probably okay, let's go Josiah Jamie, either.
1: then Rylan. You cool with that? That's what I prefer. That was easy. Yeah. That was nice. I have a question totally unrelated. Can you see what I'm wearing on my waist today? I can't. You can't see it? That's too bad. Is it? nothing? It is. I always what? think that. No, I got George on today. I didn't know if you guys could see him.
0: Yeah. Didn't see
2: um, you can see what we can see, Bracken. Um, uh, the thing about Ryland after Utah, and I don't know if he was public about this or not. I'm sure all of you know this. But dude had a rough race in Utah and still like put out. Dude was coughing up blood. And I mean, that guy was yakking off course and he still finished pretty strong. And he's his training has been good since. He's and So I see this going really well for Shattuck. This could be his true coming out party. If there's anybody who's going to wedge their way, I think into that Atkins Hawk we're you know, kissing their butts right now. I think it's Ryland.
3: Right. Rylan did some Cirque series in Utah a few <laughs> weeks ago and he beat David Norris and Allie McLaughlin during that race. Both of them have won Mount Marathon in the past. Insane. And yeah, we know how good Allie McLaughlin is as a climber. Doesn't matter what gender, she's one of the best in the world. Um, and David Norris is an Olympic skier and he's won that race. So Rylan is fit. You saw what he did in uh Decca Mile as well. 17 Seventeen. seven seventeen oh. I think he's a steer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think it could be Hawk.
3: Yep. All right. Rich, you're going to be mad at me on this one. Oh yeah. I'm taking Sean Stevens whale.
0: Nice. He has no allegiance to torque at all. And you know, it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. They're going early.
3: No, I'm, off the board. I'm, I'm James I'm kicking him. So like Sean, Sean came to town um, in Colorado Springs, maybe a month or two ago. And, we wanted a couple of runs together, and he told me that he was going to stay out in Kelowna for a few weeks beforehand. Um, I think he's going to know that mountain better than anybody, even the race director at this point. Um, with and if you look at his Strava, it's all he's been doing. He's just been running in right near the uh, Big White Mountain. Phenomenal climber, pretty good descender, and you know, no travel issues whatsoever because he's literally basically at the mountain. And if there's a race for him to put it all together, I think this is the one.
2: What's kept him from putting it all together?
1: I think it's experience.
3: Oh, yeah. He's been around since like 2015 now.
1: Listen, I like Sean a lot. And so this is the commentator hack going on, not Bracken as a person. He's in danger of becoming that person who has the same Jack Bauer or Kirk or Bracken or Rich like pump him up before a race. He's about to do it but we're waiting on it. He's in danger yeah. of becoming that. Like this person could put it together. I know he's <laughs> so good, but just the commentator side says, we've been waiting on that breakthrough for a while. So I still mm-hmm. believe in him. I'm still a Sean believer, but I'm starting to get anxious about when it's going to happen. What would be an, a
0: breakout performance? What would you be like? Oh, okay. He's like arrived. Like, what would he have to finish in this race for
3: you to be like, all right, he's top five. a player. Top, top five. Top five. I think he's going to get fifth. Josiah is Josiah's uh, gonna finish ahead of him, I think. Since he was a keeper, that's why he got picked after Sean. But I think Sean's right where he should be in my
0: yeah, head. Shit off the board. Okay, yeah, I think so. I think I think that he will do well. He has been living out there. Yeah, like he, this is something that he's had circled. So
1: he has all the yeah, individual he tools. They're mm-hmm. all sitting there waiting, and I'm just as a fan of his. And I would consider myself a fan of his. Uh, every time I go back and rewatch Tahoe, I love watching him climb up that mountain. I I can't wait to see him put it together on race day because we all know he has it in him. We're waiting on that
3: day. Now, Rich, was he going to make it past you if with these two picks? I think so. Really? Okay, because mm-hmm. I would have thought being on torque, you wouldn't have let him go by here knowing that you don't have another pick until... I think they
1: signed something on their torque contract. Just understand. I'll never pick you in a draft. Yeah. (laughs) Last year. I only picked torque. I picked too much with the heart and I have to to pull it
0: out. Commentator hat goes on. And your mind doesn't believe in torque. (laughs) It's (laughs) it's there, but I'm just looking at it more objectively. I'm taking, I'm taking, uh, wait, what's the next race we have to draft? It's, Canada worlds. Or no, because we won't use keepers for OCR
3: worlds, right? No, man, that would be different. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd, I'd go and pick like someone from Europe right now. Huh. Igor. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that wouldn't be wouldn't be too far from a, a KBB pick. I'm going to take Amanda Nadeau here.
3: I've six the Tahoe once. And she lives in Canada. So, so we're
0: on the mountains. Like, we're looking at the women's field now. Someone has to get like fourth and fifth.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's kind of science, kind of where we're at. And the field is really not that that deep. I mean, she's a strong athlete. Like, it's going to be home turf. I don't know what her fitness is like currently, but she's throwing her hat in the ring. So I'd imagine
3: she'll yeah. be ready to rock a little bit or we'll do one of that said she's kind of been on 24 hour call. I think she's a, <clears throat> a firefighter as well. Just like every single person knows the art seems. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said that she hasn't been in the mountains as much. So she's been training a little more flat, but I was going to pick her with my next pick. If you didn't pick her with either these two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then I'm going to take Mick We're going Mick Girello.
2: Smart. He did one seven one on a Nordic track
0: yep. on a Nordic track on the Nordic track. That's What's scary. That? What- that's calibrated less. We think. I would
1: say that's like a one eight on a regular it's seven, track. eight to eight, one somewhere in there. Yeah. I would say,
3: and he's yeah. probably top three descender in this field. He's going to have a good day.
0: He's yeah. not. And he's not afraid of these moments. Like he's been top yeah. five to six in world he shows championships up. in North America. Yeah. Like he always shows was, up. He came
1: to West Virginia one year and I think he got Fifth, sixth. Fifth. And you know what he does well? is he really embraces the uh, beat everyone else. Like He's Mm -hmm. not the guy I think is going to go out and try to contend for the lead no matter what and blow up. He's the person who continually picks people off. He's just a good racer. You you could get a boom for him, but you're not going to get a bust. He's going to be closing. And on nasty courses, which it sounds like this might be, Mm -hmm. he's going to be closing.
2: Listen, we've been chatting a little bit. I've been chatting a little bit. He's got an incline trainer now, right? He's been hitting workouts, his metrics climbing. I'm faster than he is on the flats. He is smoking me on anything climbing and I'm not no gold standard, but like his metrics he's throwing out are things I've never done. And so I think he's going to be insanely quick
0: going up and down that mountain. Yeah. I think he could get fourth or fifth. Yep. Maybe third. I don't know. Cause he's a gamer. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know how he could get second, you know?
2: yep he could
3: yep all right all right yeah i I was really torn between sean and mick um mick has basically never lost to anybody besides atkins who's canadian he's um except a couple of flukes where he's missed a spear and that's the only reason why people have beat him during a race i think sean's beat him once jesse bruce has beat him once but other than that he's the the runaway number two in canada my only reason for picking Sean ahead of Mick who could, they could easily, you know, switch positions there was that Sean has physically been at the mountain for a few weeks, but you you got a, a steal right here in round four.
0: Yeah. If you would have taken Mick, I would have taken Sean
3: here. Yeah. Torque. All right. Exactly. Okay. Um, I guess my pick Oof. Um, here
1: simplifies ours.
3: I'm going to go hmm. Ashley O'Hara. Oh, Almost that actually finer. wasn't my
1: next rated female. I know what? who yours was. Do you? Oh, yeah. Right. Who was it? Natalie Miano. No, actually. Normally, yes. Historically, I take her high, and then Bethany McChesney. Bethany. I liked what I saw in flashes in Utah.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't get to even talk about Ashley O'Hara.
1: Well, no, we're not. We're just arguing oh, amongst okay. ourselves. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, should we I, pick? I, no Ashley's gonna crush it um she's always sitting in like top five or so position on the climbs she's not a great descender but if you look at who's in this field I don't know if you could pick anybody besides her um with this slot and kind of like Rich mentioned like somebody has to finish in fifth place someone has to finish in sixth place so I think she's a good value pick here um and she has a fourth place finish at a national series race under her belt, um, she lives in the mountains, so I'm ha- I'm happy with the pick. It's a good pick. Yeah, you going Bethany? You said no. I didn't
1: say that. No. I said she was the next United female for me.
3: Also, gotcha. for for Ashley O'Hare, does it count if
0: you are Canadian but live in the United States? Yeah. Do you still get the Do you still get the transfer? You get
1: booze when you come home. Yeah, <laughs> I thought maple syrup, <laughs> but yeah. No, like Yeah. Oh, oh! Not not Molson's. <laughs> well, not you, see, LeBat, you see, my Lebant you probably yeah. There's probably both. Yeah. Kirk, we're in an interesting spot where. How many guys do we have? I one. Guess is what I, we have we have two with Josiah and two females.
3: If we look at the breakdown, two and two for you guys: two men, three women. For me, three men, two women. For Rich, at the moment. Dudes. We're
1: already to that point trying to figure out who remaining can finish top five.
2: And and my eyes go to one human being.
1: I see, yeah, and I see two. I think, I think Bethany could, and I think that Ryan Woods could.
2: I think Ryan Woods has been in his lair here this last, since he's not Chase Savage. I think that if he's going to, he hasn't, has he been on any long course that we've seen this year?
3: Utah, Big Bear, Mexico.
2: He was in, he wasn't, was he in Mexico?
3: Oh, shit. Oh, no. Man. He, uh, was he in Utah? I ended up no, in I don't think he's no, been,
2: I don't think we've seen big him big as bear. much as you just cocked me off there, Jack. No, Moderately I
3: don't. Successful podcast. I did, I
0: did,
2: no, I,
1: I did <laughs> Lay not. Way off.
3: 100% in Mexico. I'm he wasn't. We, we saw him a lot in him.
0: Savage. We saw him a lot in Savage. Big and saw Yeah.
1: Can we scroll to the maybes for a second? I just want to see. Oh, God. I, 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 not yet. Trying to get a, a lay of the land. Oh, KVB pick coming.
0: Here
3: it comes. Oh, any Doobie's a maybe. That's it. We already addressed her.
1: Okay. Kirk? Ugh,
2: it's between Bethany and, and Woodsy. Um, I, I know Jesse Bruce has had some stellar performances and then some where he's been disappointing performances. And same with Austin, uh, Austin Azar. I don't know what his fitness is, but those two... I don't. I don't know. Jesse Bruce was like was six at the at the North American Champs in West Virginia a few years ago, right behind Mick. Um, but I believe he's an East Coaster, not living at elevation, right? So, and I don't know where Bethany lives. Do we know where Bethany lives? She's in I Ontario, outside of
3: Toronto. No, yeah, she, she, if this she, is the also West
1: Virginia. Do you pick against Woods? Uh, my Other gut than- tells me Woods. And let's take them.
2: Take them. Um, let's do it. Good old Woodsy. I think he's pay. been sticking his head in that altitude tent at night. I know he's still got that in the closet somewhere. He's been sleeping in it. He's been cutting back on the wine. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go get a paycheck. And he's going to show up dialed in. And if Woodsy's dialed in, even if he's 43 or whatever he is,
1: it's going to be dangerous. I know he was just on a wine tour. Stop that. <laughs> stop that. Stop that. <laughs> The uh, t-
0: previously it was NBA season, so I, we had NBA analogies for days. Now it's getting into football season. To me, Woods here is Derrick Henry. It's like, especially if you're drafting him in a in a fantasy draft, it's like he could really blow up, but he it could also be that pick where it's like he's gonna just not have it. So it's a this is definitely a boomer bust here for this for this. And I, I, I would list. say Matt Ryan
3: on the Colts. <clears throat> <laughs> No, Julio Jones. In terms of
1: age and recent <clears throat> years' production.
3: You can see that? Okay, so worse than worse than Derrick Henry. Don't Not forget, worse,
1: just Derrick was the top dog like one year
3: ago. Ryan Woods was second place last year in Tahoe at this same exact championship. There you Ooh. go. We there got some go. old
2: boys between Damn. Josiah Medow and Ryan Woods with back-to-back picks. Yeah, we yeah. got some
1: age. This is the all-nostalgia team. Yep, took Lindsay yep. over Emma. This is this is a
0: very bracken type of draft.
1: Whoa. It this goes is supposed to be
0: corral. Is the, I'm just saying, historically, it fits. Jack, your pick went. You, you took you're taking Casey here. Oh, uh, that was a keeper. Yeah. Uh, that's a good that's a good keeper. Yeah. I was kind of bummed you kept her there because she could be one of those athletes who does finish fifth. You now, with this pick here, someone's so gonna do it. Someone's gotta finish there, and she has done it. She has finished fifth and sixth at national series races, and this is not as competitive. So, I think this, this could be breakout.
1: This yeah. could be one of those where if Chris finally has a hundred miler affect her, this could be her podium,
2: yeah, or Amanda's or Jamie's.
1: Right, I'm just she's in that list of of women where if a top dog falters, I think she's leading that pack of who could be the next one in.
0: Are we expecting these obstacles to be the like US-based obstacles that we're typically seeing cuz sometimes the Canada obstacles are a little bit different, right? Like are is there going to be a or
1: like the Mexico race, right? Like I was- expect this to be more Mexico than US. Okay, so like they're like a 10-foot wall. Or something like that. Well, I don't know. Even just use of terrain. I expect this to be a little bit gnarlier than what we would have seen had it taken place a few hundred miles to the south. Kirk, you've done some races in Canada. What are the obstacles
0: mm-hmm. that are, how are they typically different? Well, I don't know. That was many, many years ago, but I mm-hmm. mean,
2: the balance beam, for example, which is in like a, a zigzag Z shape, it was wet and absolute nightmare. I mean, it could get most of the field in bad conditions they had the hobie hop which is where you put rubber bands around your ankles and have to hop like a stupid bunny over like <sighs> sticks and tires and garbage uh they have like the i don't know it's like a gymnastics uh tricep dip bar that you got to traverse that was different parallel bars kirk Halo bars that's that what you're games recently. um i i i don't know I, the balance beam would be very interesting I'll tell you what, I could see that's an easy one to throw up, and that one could just shake the field up in a second. Um, but th- those are the ones that stand out to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm up. I don't see the hobie hop happening. There was like half the band, It was like this thing with the sandbags, right? So you get a sandbag, had a hole in it. Well, I put on one rubber band around my ankles, and I started hopping, it snapped in half. I had to go back at another one, started hopping, snapped in half. My third try, I had lost like 30 seconds just because of like equipment failure. I don't think I'd be a good option a race like this.
0: Imagine being the first time tuning into the, the coverage and seeing, which I'm sure, <laughs> and seeing, and, which I'm sure will be spectacular. And imagine seeing like these people like hopping with rubber bands on their feet. I'd be like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it day.
2: felt like the dumbest thing I was doing when I met, when I was doing it. Yeah.
0: I will not partake or watch.
1: In Mexico, we had to do it with a children's soccer ball between our ankles. <laughs> you had to hold it between your feet or between your ankles and hop up and down three staircases. It sounds hard. And if if you dropped it, you had to restart from wherever it came to a stop. You didn't I get to that. take it back to where you were. So if you were at the top of the staircase, you had to catch that ball before it made it to the bottom. I <laughs> it was love
0: ridiculous. that. ridiculous. That's amazing. What would that be? Would that be like uh... Saved my race. <laughs> Like a half gallon of maple syrup in Canada, the, the equivalent. You have to hold it in your mouth and then respit it back into the the jug at the end. Some poutine-related obstacle. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take Natalie here, Natalie Miano. So I'm
1: going to get Batris and Natalie. Yeah. Rich, I have five people remaining that I thought were my high flyers, and she was one of them. So whatever yeah. that's worth.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that could be that can mean nothing. That's good or bad.
1: What's her health
2: status here? Has she been back to full swing? That's the question.
3: Like, how healthy is she? She's not coming here unless she's healthy. So I I feel good about her.
1: Well, and every time we see her, she's a month further along the comeback trail, fitness-wise, progression of training. So we talk about those people who might just snag a podium. She's on that list. She's done
0: it before. It's a long course, altitude, nasty terrain. She's done done it in, in Jacksonville, right?
1: We would never doubt her. It's just what version of her has she been able yes. to work back towards? Where did she finish in
0: Utah? I got those 10th, results right Maybe there. ninth. Okay.
3: Then you back. take out Rose, Raya, Alex. You you move her up three places. Now she's fighting for sixth or fifth even. Yeah.
0: Good pick. Nice. Yeah. All right. So that's me. How? We, what about Batchers? How do we feel about Batchers doing at, at a course like this? He's he goes after these type of races, right? Like he will it stick his ever. nose in. He's going to do well. He'll just put it out there. Yep. So we'll see about what these descents are going to look like. I think it'll be a big indicator of where he will finish. But he's going to put it out there. And if he does it like how he did Mexico, he was he was winning Mexico for mm-hmm. a good portion of it. Yeah. yeah. I
1: he's mean, better. I'm using a bad comparison, but if this is the altitude West Virginia, we've seen two types of Botrys there. On those roads, he can descend with anyone on those. He's so fast-looking. You remember the coverage when he comes barreling down those into the trees? And then there's the really technical through the bushwhacky tree area. And he's the worst descender of the top five guys. He's still good. But when you have Atkins and Kempson and those type of guys in Logan, he was behind them on that. So it really comes down to how do they design this course on the descents? Because we know he can do like three of the four pieces with anyone on the planet. It's that fourth piece, the technical descent. How much of that does he get? He's so fit. It's
2: it's like if you get to that like 25, 30% greater more and it's bombing, it's where his like gears switch a little bit. But if it's says shallower than that, yeah. he's a monster.
1: Yeah, he's he has really improved his, his descending over the years. Yep.
3: Yeah. He had his best ever finish at big bear also i think you got seventh there so if there's power hiking we know he can go up the steep grades as well at this point
1: yeah this he's is a value pick, pick here. here yeah <clears throat> keeper strategy yep big brain all right. all right jack don't screw this up for us
3: all right well i don't think i'm gonna take someone who's on your radar for this pick um i'm going brendan neely from canada all right you know about he's him? run really well this year yeah, just behind Mick in a few races. Um, and I think he was on the Canadian national mountain running team for at least a year before he did OCR. Rich isn't really? buying it. I don't think so. Maybe. Uh, uh, Mick, Mick mentioned something about that when I talked to them. Um, but yeah, he's, he's super fit. And I think, where was the r- Red Dare? He was like 15 seconds behind Mick in the – the sprint and then a minute less than a minute behind him in the super and both of them ran clean races. So good value pick, in my opinion, I'm just going with the Canadians.
1: So Brendan's in an interesting position because he's been on fire this year. I think we've all noticed it in the results, Yeah, but there's uh one or two things that happens when you get those type of people off the regional circuit into the big race, they either expand up into that role or you find out that, that uh, Mick was running to win Mm-hmm. And then he has another gear or two, and then the gap gets stretched out. And this is kind of like we talked the wrestler test for uh, um, for um, Hawk, who we get to see on technical terrain. Now we get to see him on Big Boy, uh, a Big Boy course. He yep. did great against very good people on the local scene. And now we get to find out what is his ceiling like. that's exciting for me as a fan to watch.
3: Yeah. We've seen it a few times where, you know, Logan or Kempson in the past have they've been crushing local races for a year or two. And then they finally have their breakout and you know, that, that Brendan could have a similar experience here or, you know, just the pressure comes to him. And I think that if, if it was the full deep, the 10 big names who aren't showing up on the men's side, if they showed up might've been tough to pick them in the sixth round right here, but I think he's gonna have a breakout race.
0: Yeah, the I don't think that the Kempson and Logan parallel is exactly the same because they had stuck their nose in a bunch of big races before that. This is actually gonna be his like really his first big race. Is there yeah. precedent for someone just doing regional races and then Emma? stepping into
3: <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. oh
0: she's no <laughs> she extension. didn't even like she she didn't even do regional races, she just like showed up at US national series races. Yes. Smashing like almost you know, everybody's it, humbled. It, maybe Mick, Mick Turello. Maybe, 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 maybe Mick is
3: a, is, is the president yes. here. Angel, come over to the US a little bit after Mexico. Um, but I, I do have Mick's text pulled up when I asked him, um, about Brendan, who was on my radar. And he's like, most people don't know that he was a collegiate cross country guy and ran on the Canadian mountain running team for at least a season. Okay. So. All right. Either a mixed line to us, or
1: most people don't know that because it's not accurate. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah what, what,
0: what kind of credentials do you need to be on that team? Can you just join? Is it just like are you just on it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't
1: know. He also played professional, uh, professional baseball for Canada's professional baseball circuit.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. Curl out Blue Jays. He's a high level. No, that's
1: Major League Baseball. Stay out of
3: there. Yep. All right. Brack and Kurt back to back picks. I think I left you who you wanted. Well, we gotta take her.
1: I see two and a half obvious picks.
3: Yeah. Oh boy.
1: Yeah, but I actually I see.
2: Who I'm wondering who your half is. I see two. I guess the half we could be split on here. We got to take Bethany, right? Let's just take her right away.
1: Yeah, let's take Bethany.
2: Yep, that's a no brainer.
1: And I would take in this position. uh, There's there's someone I want to take, but I think Jesse Bruce is smarter right now. Like he's I still he, around, is kind of a steal, I would almost say, at this point. Yeah. I think he's being disrespected by Ethan, even, even being the 20th pick. That means that we think he's going to be the 10th male. And I would be shocked if he's 10th or worse as a man. How do you pick apart Josh Fry right now? Well, he's my half. He's my other one. I think that he is maybe has a higher ceiling than Jesse, actually. I think he could put it together. So he was well, the he, other one. Well, he did well, I believe, didn't he do well at the North American Champs in Tahoe last year? And he
2: just, I don't know what kind of shape Robert Killian is in, but he's given Robert Killian a good run in Seattle last weekend in both races. It looked like it came down to the wire.
1: I would be very happy with Josh Fry right here as well. So Jesse or Josh, maybe I'll let you you just take her. You, You take the call here. Take the reins. I wanted Bethany. It's
2: worth the discussion. I wanted Bethany too. So we're both happy. And then there's a disservice being paid to Austin Azar, who we don't know what kind of fitness he's in, but the dude's been 10th in the world and he's been top 10 at Palmerton uh, in a race I was in. So dude can, dude can play, but I think Jesse Bruce with his sixth place at the NA champs in West Virginia, a couple of years ago, like that sticks out to me. That was a stacked field.
1: Yeah, Josh. So I, I've, I, I, We've interacted back, you know, leaderboard days with Josh. I mean, mm-hmm. He was one of our original guys back then. The only, and I, so I'm a, I'm a Josh believer. The only issue I have with Josh's performances is that they've not yet been against, like his best ones, North America champs last year or against Killian. We don't know what type of shape Killian was in. And they've not yet been on hyper-technical courses. Not that this is going to be hyper, but it might be. But we know Jesse Bruce can do technical and he can do what? So it's less of a slight at Josh and more of a, I know Jesse has done it. Jesse has done it because we've seen him do it. And he's been successful at OCR World Championships. Jesse Bruce it is. Okay. But Josh Fry, I hope that we still snag you. So don't take him. Anyone else? No, You're not going to stick around. <laughs> the Yeah. I, I mean,
0: I love the Jesse Bruce pick here. I think that that's that's definitely the move. I mean, with Josh, we just haven't really seen him. Like you said, Bracken, like we haven't really seen him outside of the Pacific Northwest. When I guess this is
1: it's probably the like drive for him, sort of Pacific Northwest, but not
0: really. But if Jesse's Josh a, is top is five,
1: I would say, yeah, I believe that for sure. But if he's out of the top ten, you could maybe see it happening, and I don't see Jesse outside the top ten.
0: Yeah, I I think so too. I think Jesse's yeah. going to come and bring it. He like he's a gamer; he'll be he'll be ready. He's been doing a lot of try
3: stuff. I think
1: Jack's going to take him right here.
3: Yeah, he did a nine and a half hour Ironman this past weekend, so. That's, it's on you for not looking up. His Who stuff. did it? Jesse Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> but he did it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chris Rand, Leadville and you, you've got a bunch of jet, uh, uh, Josiah. He's doing that four day mountain bike rate. Right? Like no one's there. There are a lot of people coming in not fresh, but. Two weeks all-
2: is the sweet spot for physiological adaptation and recovery combined. He's going to, it's going to click right on Saturday morning for him. He's going to be recovered and new fitness. Yeah. He might even win.
3: There's a lot of guys. But he's got area. durability if he's doing Ironman. So and yeah. to
1: repeat, to reiterate, Jack did not do homework. He didn't have time for nope. this race. No,
3: nope. just just literally clicked on his profile, asked him, "Are you showing up?" And his picture or video was. You uh,
1: might have actually just Man. defined what doing homework is.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I give you the names. I, 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 I share the list all week. Listen, Jack. Ah!
1: I'm not saying that it's unfair. Okay. Just that your opening remark on this episode was I, I didn't have time yeah. to do homework. Yeah. Jackson no, last
3: place. I, I, I know it doesn't matter if I do homework or not. I'm still three and 5 No matter. Yeah. All right. All right. We got? Next pick. I think this person is actually going to finish in fifth place. Margaret Justin from Canada. She probably wasn't going to get picked by either of you. See um,
2: Jack being smug again with his tone. We've had this song no.
3: and dance before. And I, uh, I'm going to have
1: my same response. I always do. Zero. Zero if she wasn't going to get picked by us and no one knew about her, why don't you take her last?
3: What? Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this is a wild card pick. <laughs> I didn't think she was necessarily going to get picked right away, but because you do have to pick women at, at some point, I was thinking that you guys looked through Canadian results this year and saw that she won a couple races.
0: Wait, is she even on this list? Right here. Yeah, on your list, not the one. What's her name?
3: Margaret Jessen.
0: She ain't on the list that you sent us. There's no, look at it. I'm looking at the list you sent us. I'm not looking at your list. I'm looking at the one that you sent on. And yeah, this, this is your personal card. roster this, here, this Chad. is Hey, I no, wasn't going to take, because I did look up these athletes. I looked at them all. I'm
3: looking up the, look at the picture. Right there. Yeah, she's on line 14.
0: I'm looking at Monica Holmwood right. on
3: my line fourteen. Literally right here. I don't. I can't see the. Hey, I'm looking experience. at mine. No, number right. fourteen.
0: Tell us why you think this person that no one's ever heard of is going to get fifth place in this race.
3: Um. So she's run a couple of races against Lindsay, and she's been nine ten percent slower than her, and that's kind of Chris Rogowski, Alex Walker territory. And she's also really good at technical downhills, based on. Couple people that I've asked, including her, and I think she's probably the third best Canadian here. It's in Canada. You have a lot of women from the U.S. who aren't going to be there, so I'm picking her. Man,
1: imagine the intel you could have had if you did had time to do homework this week.
3: I know, I
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> am I the only one who spends like no time on social media these days, and I am in the dark on absolutely everything? I feel like I know nothing about anybody anymore. Uh, Brad,
4: I'm can I use it? it? Are I'm
0: you, up on athletes on No, I'm, I'm bi- bi- up on. I don't. I don't check their Instagram to see how their oh. uh, to see how their fitness is coming along because not many people are like, "Have I've trained three out of seven days this week. Right. Can't wait yeah. for this race. I feel Everyone's like, I'm like
2: digging my own grave though over here. Check yeah, this out is the least prepared gallon. we've
1: ever been as a team, Kirk. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, this race right here, which means no. we'll win. Yeah. 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 All
3: right, we've- so back to back, Rich. You've got <laughs> three and three for the genders. Yes, I do.
0: I'm going to take Chris Swanson here.
3: Mm, he's a really good runner he was he was who i was hoping to get next round you're not getting him. you should have
0: taken him
2: instead of margaret
3: yeah eh. held
0: out on that just i'm glad you good. put i'm glad you put chris swanson's name on this list thank you for texting everybody i we did i did it, yeah i'm glad you put this person's name here so i saw it
3: what, the, what did you find out about him when you did your research oh i know him a little bit
0: he i know okay. he's a a really good mountain runner. I don't think he's done too much in OCR. He's been, he's shown up to a couple of national series races and he just doesn't really put it together. It just doesn't have, doesn't yeah. have the experience. So I think at a of course he's Canadian as well. Uh, I think he trains with Sean Stevens whale or has, and they've yeah. been friends. And like, I think Chris is a bit of a
3: better runner. Than Do you remember Shawn. that um, tough, tougher motor 10 mile world championship that Alvin won in uh, Seattle? I think Seattle. Yeah, Chris. Chris was like less than a minute. They, they rounded to the nearest minute because something happened with their timing chips. But he was like on Atkins um, and Batras for most of that race. So he's like fifth or so. Yeah, fourth. or Was fifth. Hunter at that one? Not at that no, one. Not that one. No. Yeah, I think
0: that was. I think. I think Atkins was off the podium at that race.
3: Could have been okay. Then maybe Chris was one well. place off. At worst, fifth. I thought he was fourth, but you could yeah. be right.
0: I thought it was definitely Alvin will- Batchus. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Woods, maybe, area. and I think Woods got second. Yeah, 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 Lindsay was helping people up the ramp, and she still won it. So. <laughs> very
0: tough, very tough mutter of her. Yep. All right, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Chris, how Chris does. He's a bit of a bit of a flyer. Yep. But he could be in the mix. You know, just with the the Canada thing yep. being in Canada, and good for the research. I know that he's can Canadian, Canadian.
3: <laughs> yep. So four men, three women. You've got. Give me Annie.
1: Ah, dang it. Taking Annie. That was a KB crowd pick screaming at us in this round. It it was.
0: I can't believe she lasted this long past the last round where you like.
3: I'm just not sure if she's going to race. That's the the tough part.
0: I don't know either. And I don't have any, like, I honestly don't know. (laughs) I'm just looking at everybody else left and, like, if she races, she's going to beat all these other people who are there, even if, like, she's not 100%. (laughs) But, like, I don't know. I honestly don't know if she's going to race or not. We talked about it. If she does race, she'll do fine. She'll get fifth or sixth, maybe third. Probably better than that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Just so the wrong
1: course to show up with ankle questions, hmm. but I think she could walk the downhills and go top 10. <laughs> Probably.
0: <laughs> she, she won though. that race, that South Carolina race. It was like a pretty decent field. And that's super the day before the age group championship. So, Her fitness is good. It's just a matter of how she's she's going to be feeling that day.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's the steal right there. (laughs) Keeper. Yep. All right. um, Well, sorry, guys. I'm going Josh Fry. Can't leave him on the board after this. We already talked about him, and he's probably the best guy left out there.
1: Well, that was – those two picks were who I was hoping to take <laughs> with these two picks. Wild card. Dude. Yeah. Which,
2: Kirk, is it Austin time? Yeah, let's just check off our dudes and get done with it.
0: Ah, so
2: he's that. one of those, like, at his best. He has been a monster. Mm-hmm. Like, you throw a double sandbag in there, and that guarantees Austin's going to be five positions better than <clears> with a single sandbag. If we had Spartan of old, I mean, the way that boy moves with weight on his shoulders, yeah. he's one of the bigger strong dudes. It's just like it's been taken away from us. And maybe, maybe Canada will surprise us. Maybe they will come through and be nasty. And then Austin is going to climb the ranks among some of his peers. Yeah. Um, but I mean, top 10 in the world, top 10 in US National Series races before. He's one of those sleepers. I just don't know, know enough about what his fitness is right now.
1: Good descender, good technical terrain runner. And just like Jesse and Mick, will be closing. And probably one of the nicest guys ever. Yeah. Which is a good feather to have in your cap.
3: And he's Canadian, so he probably has a little bit of pride, just like we saw in Mexico with the athletes. It's like I want to do good in my home soil.
2: I'm glad to have Austin. I root for that guy, yeah. All
3: right. So you have five men, three women, I believe. So you've got to go back to back women.
2: Honestly, close our eyes and throw darts at this point. Only because of my own ignorance. I don't know enough about the women left. That's all you I have to do. You
0: expect these women to show up and go to battle for you? I would like that. Teresa.
1: attitude. Ah. Good one. Teresa, please. Chikova.
3: Okay. I was going to say, you're going to have to pronounce her last name. Otherwise.
1: <laughs> well, tell me about,
2: it. I just, I wish, sorry, Teresa. <clears throat> Teresa. What, what is, what's her
1: bio? Well, she's been picked in the twenty-fifth position here. She's going to be on Team KB Corral. <laughs> okay, oh,
2: okay. She's I racing think she, she just Hawaii.
1: I think she she won the best
0: international course. I think she yeah. she did two okay. of the. Or she may have done the full trifecta, so she might be a little bit tired. She's a she's, really
3: really good runner. She beat Casey and Ashley Heller in Arizona, I believe, okay. earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I think she. She's good at stadium. She's solid a solid stadium. stadium
0: racer. Yeah. yeah, she'll be on the yeah. podium potential for that.
1: Yeah, uh, to, so, I mean, she's she a handled- top five potential she's, she's the best she's, woman she's, left in the board they all are and
0: that's she knows experience. how to win
1: races and I think that's important <laughs> she's been in battles against other women and come out ahead there are people who snake podiums and people who win that battle for the first place and she knows how to do that and I think that that type of experience plays out when you're closing down at the end of a nasty race knowing how to take that extra half minute or minute in the last mile or two yeah She beat,
0: uh, Lacey Burgess was in Hawaii and Lacey's no, no slouch. So she'll be welcome
2: to the team. Welcome to the
0: team.
3: (laughs) Now you know more about her for next time. (laughs) Thank you guys. I'm sorry, Teresa. No, she's, she's definitely a good value pick at this point. All right. Um, my pick rich, uh, you've got four and four, just like me. Um, I'm gonna finish with the women and go Monica Holmwood. Oh, nice. She's from Australia. She got second at the APAC championship in twenty nineteen, the last time that they held it. Um, and I don't know if she's if she gets second at a regional championship in a different uh region, it's not the same as getting it in North America or Europe, but still that's that's talent and she's has a number of podiums. She's probably been the second or third best Australian racer for the past four or five years Um, and I'm not going to leave her on the board for risk because you probably know of her.
0: I did. I actually did some research on her today and I saw, I had her on here. One of two names who uh, I would have taken Mm -hmm. this last female pick. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how the Oceania athletes are performing. She's been
3: in, she's been in Canada for about a week or so. Lindsay McKenzie told me, and he got, he was almost 10th place in Utah. So, you know Australia's good, and especially in a, a weaker women's field, got potential there to to sneak into the top ten.
0: You say fifteenth is almost
3: tenth. No, I thought he was VJ got eleventh, and I think he was like thirty seconds behind VJ. I thought and, he was like fourteenth or fifteenth. Okay, maybe he was. I don't know. Just going on almost memory. tenth, round yeah. down. That's fine. Low, low, low double digits. Okay. Yeah. All stat right, that. So you're four and four. Jack, stat, your, that. Yeah, stat that. Yes, stat that. Hey, at least I know who's on my team. Um, uh,
1: I picked Teresa for a reason. Yeah. You're
3: Don't like be she's digging on at me. Team. I've been nice to you today. Yeah. yeah. All right. And What Rich, do you get for it? Double dip. Men, a male and a female, you need to pick. Uh, I'll
0: take Elizabeth Murray. Ah. Mary. Pick. Prison. So She was yeah. next up for me. She's thrown her hat in the ring this season. I mean, she's she's been in big races all year and finished between like 12th and 15th at most of them with a with
3: a shallower field here she's taken the jamie Bruso award of past where she'd always yeah. 12th.
0: yeah she's she really has been kind of in that role and you know take some of these uh other athletes not showing up and this could be a, a good a kind of like a breakout for her getting into like a top 10 i could see it let's see i don't know where she lives jack do you know where she like lives in trains i do not so i have no idea but she was still at, at I think she was twelfth at Utah. Utah. And if that's gonna project taking out the three or four women, maybe she's ninth, maybe she's eighth, maybe she gets paid. A root for her to get paid, especially because she's traveling to all these races. Respect. Yep. So let's get her paid. <laughs> all right. And then I'm gonna take Jacob Clinker.
3: Most recognizable name left on the board. Finish
0: yep. out the team. And that was the last name I had. I was- I'm glad you didn't take him because I was like looking back at these other names, like, oh boy. <laughs> we haven't oh. seen him much this year, have we? He's better at all of them. Clink's been around, Has
1: he? Yeah, yeah. He's taking his lumps this year. Huh. I respect that. Yeah,
3: nope. keep trying He kind of had a breakthrough last year. Last or... year, yeah. But he he's improved a lot for sure. I just think that the competition's so deep that you kind of get lost in the shuffle when you finish 15th, even if you have a good race. All right. <laughs> yep. That's that's my team. Jeff, right. you, got a, you got a dude left. I have a guy, Bracken and Kirk, you have a woman. Um, I'm going Jeff Carr, 50 years old. You guys are bragging about Ryan Woods and uh, Josiah being the old ones. I'm going Jeff Krar. Um, that meet the Man- Minotaur, that tra- or the Sky Race that Emma won, Atkins I think got third or second there, and then Lindsay got third. Um, Jeff Carr got ninth, and he was 9%. Wow. He was nine percent slower than Atkins, and he's beat Mick before um, during a race, I, or, or got just behind him at a super steep Kimberly course. Oh, which one is it? I don't remember. It was it was really close. I forget. But so <sighs> like he
1: won <laughs> a Super Bowl, but he almost won a Super Bowl.
3: Come on, Brian, me <laughs> I mean, It matters. Yeah. Beating I, Mick I, is the same. My gut is that he did win, but I could be fact checked. Macaulay, call me out um <laughs> good throwback nice yeah. yeah um but yeah jeff Carr, he he's got some top end potential with his running i don't know how he's gonna do obstacle wise but he can definitely go uphill
2: i'm rooting for him already 50 years
3: old man Heck that's yeah. the colder road Get after right it. there that is
2: jack here and you know all this makes me wonder if you had to guess every week how much time do you spend perusing results looking at profiles messaging athletes
3: honestly if- every week well this is like once a month for this let's say it's an off week less than one hour
2: okay but on yeah. race week it gets, it gets yeah yeah pretty but intense. for this Get like
3: out. i need to find out who's there like i have to follow up with 10 15 people who are like oh i might do it and it's like hey we're drafting tomorrow can you just give me more of an answer um but yeah i, I would it's not much the rest of the time to be honest
2: Okay. I'm impressed, Jack. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I'm
3: I just impressed. have a good memory with a lot of this stuff.
2: Yeah. You, you, don't, stuff. you can't have a memory if you don't know the information
3: though. We told go, you it was yeah. at Kimberly, probably 2017 or 18. Look it up. Uh, just have Macaulay do it. He'll he'll fact check it.
0: Kirk Kirk needs, needs more time to do research. So I pledge, really do, guys. Pl- pledge <laughs> to our Patreon. Free free really Kirk some time. Please. All right. all right. So I'm excited to see what you guys do here.
1: Woman. Kirk, do you have a leaning? <laughs> uh
2: Shari Boyle. Shari, Sherry.
1: What do you have? What's your lean? I was gonna go Rosalie Billado. But uh Sherry would be probably one or two behind that. So I'm okay.
2: Billado the... Canadian?
3: Yeah.
1: Sounds it.
2: Yeah. Is Boyle Canadian?
3: Yes. Canadian. I think that Canada, 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 Can Lauren is the only American or US athlete left.
1: Well, let's go with Boyle. I like Danny Boyle's movies. That's good rationale.
3: Yeah. So I get bashed for not knowing if Jeff Carr five <laughs> no, years no, no, no. And you don't even know, you, you you pick her cuz of the last name from someone you movie you like.
1: Two <laughs> key differences. First yeah, of I all, I am not the stack guy and I don't go by that. Second, yeah. I didn't put yeah, out I didn't a claim fact. that
3: title people assigned it.
1: You embraced it. I did not put out a fact as an argument tenant and then yeah have it be wrong i just said i don't know anything i would actually admit ignorance than to feign yeah. knowledge i would like to change our pick okay <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: i'm mostly french now that i'm really uh-huh. dissecting this pick oui? i'm like i'm like 75 french i just don't have a french last name so we got to go with bolido bolido you see sound Rosemary you sound Bilido. French. Bilido. Sound French you get, when you say it. I, I feel more connected now that I, I real I'm dissecting this in my brain. So you know, don't I'm like French heritage. You don't like *Hunchback Hours?
0: You don't like *Slumdog Millionaire*. That's no, they're what all get.
2: great. But uh, what, can we do that for me? Can we go? Can we speak to my people, Bracken, and go with Rosalie, Billado?
3: Yes. I mean, Bracken has a good counter argument against picking her, so it's up to you. you to Lock
1: it change. in. What were you pulling in, Rich, of the Danny Boyle movies that you were ranking as top? I mean. Slum Dogs, unbelievable. Great. See, and I would put Twenty Eight Days Later, and even probably Sunshine ahead of that.
0: Really, I've never seen Sunshine, but I have seen uh, One Hundred Twenty Seven Hours. I was thinking about that a lot when I was in Utah. <laughs> so,
1: <clears throat> yeah. Unfortunately, James Franco hasn't aged well in terms of his palatability. I mean, this was like two thousand and ten. Is that okay?
0: He's can still I still enjoy it?
1: his his little racket back then too? Can I
0: enjoy the movie?
1: You can that? enjoy the movie. All
3: right. Right, well, and you f- can also pick Sherry. Yeah, fortunately, you got back-to-back picks for your wild card.
0: Oh, all yeah. Right. We got to do this all over
3: again.
1: I want to swing for the fences with our wild card. And that's K- B- surprised B- no one. Chris K- K- Brown, B- he's B- going to
3: fly from Greenland.
1: So, Kirk, of all the people stateside who you think might make a change and fly up there and do this thing, who, who do you think is most likely to do it?
2: Do you have somebody in your head right now? Nope. Hey, no, yeah, he
0: does. No, he does. totally do. It,
2: it would be like, Kempson does that. He's sneaky. He's also a liar. He, he was. <laughs> <far fun>. as <laughs> as what he's raising sometimes. <laughs> I, I,
3: I've got to say, I didn't get a, a a gray answer from any person this entire time from the usual suspects.
1: <clears throat> what did Killian tell you? He KBB. Said no. KBB. KBB. So okay. I would say Killian. I would say Kempson. Uh, who knows? Rose gets it today. Maybe it arrives. Why isn't Lars racing? Answer
3: me he that. He said he has too much work. He'll be at Blue Mountain, though. Man, he would have crushed this race. I know. I, I probably would have picked him by the If he was around after the second round, that would be a steal.
2: Forrest, Bogue, is he up there?
3: He had spinal surgery like a week oh, ago. So yeah, he crazy. just, He's just started running again. choice. Though.
2: What? That would be a bold choice. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'd say Lauren, Kemp's, Kempson is the Lauren only in weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'd probably come and crush.
2: I, I would say Kempson, but I don't know. Yeah. Is there a woman that we're not thinking of here that could
1: flip the script? Why Why is... uh? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Stat that.
2: Silly. Texas need need more Alex, 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 Alex,
3: Alex. not coming. I don't to get into Canada. She got oh. she did
0: the Abu Dhabi. Yeah,
2: yeah. We we'll <laughs> we leave it at that.
3: Yeah.
1: Let's do. Let's do Cam said.
2: What about Matt Hobie Ryan? What about Hobie
0: Call?
3: Oh.
1: Hey, we didn't baby. ask about
3: Hobie. What about Ryland's brother? Maybe he'll show up.
0: Hey, the dude's like 14. Hobie.
3: Hobby. Take Hobie. Hobie. Going Hobie? He's gonna <laughs> come out of retirement for a Canadian race. <laughs> Why not?
1: You think Hobie's vaccinated?
3: I mean Hawkes racing. Hawk is, yeah.
1: Hawks Hawk's more of a
0: free spirit. Hawk's got a ponytail and a tattoo. Different generation.
3: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Holy I mean, you don't God, you don't like in. any of the names on the board that we know for sure are going. I do. Brian Kempson. <laughs> right, they in? got Dave right. Kempson. We right,
1: just man. sucked
2: up a lot of time with that nonsense. Yeah, that was sorry about high that, qual- folks. 50% high, we were quality. Yeah. high quality
3: right. stuff. High quality stuff. Hold on. What about Taylor Turney? No, he, he's not. He's uh um, he's switched from being a civil engineer like me to a firefighter. Imagine that, another firefighter in OCR, and he's on probation and he can't travel for like six months.
1: Okay. Yeah. And where is uh Jess McConnell?
3: Jess um, O'Connell? Probably Jess O'Connell. not doing this. She did I not can... like her experience in New Jersey from <laughs> what I've heard on the podcast.
1: She's Canadian. Yeah, she he's want to Jess
3: O'Connell. Go for it. That's
2: Let's a good point, Brandon. Let's keep
3: Kempson. Kempson, All right. Okay. Um. Oh boy. A lot of names. Um.
2: Do you guys want to fast forward through this part? No, or I'm, I'm, ahead?
3: I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. This guy, Justin Atfield, wild card. I've got to do a, a random runner type of pick every every time. He told me that he was a 26 mid college cross country runner a few years ago. So for what distance? 8K. 8K. Not, three, three 5K, play. it's not a great...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Alright, oh. so we know he can run 520 pace.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: On a cross-country course. After it's the, the coasts, faster than most starts. people in the field. It's a start. That's no, true. no, that wasn't... I ran 26 mid. Yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> That's all you need in OCR is 520 pace yeah. on broken terrain. Yep. If no that other. came off no. as a slight, I recant it. That Your tone was... Yeah, that, that, was no, no, no. that was
3: pretty... That was bashing the man. I hope he no, my PR is 2632 on your list.
1: On a pancake flat Oshkosh course. That's a good course to PR on. Which is not a 2632 legit. So no, that was a, that was okay. He can run 520 off-road. That's all you need in
3: OCR. It's
1: true. Okay.
3: Uh Rich, you know, we've taken some pretty big steals off the board for you with this this list my right now. card list
0: yeah. is in shambles.
3: Uh, what did what did Faye tell you? She's said. just not racing. She she said no, absolutely not. And she gave me a winery recommendation called <laughs> Mission Hill, which I immediately forwarded to Ryan Woods.
2: Mm. Trying to I sabotage our team. I see. Not
3: enough for after
0: the race. Yeah. I think Canadian. I was going to pick Woods. So. Canadian Rockies wine. I can't imagine. I would skip it.
3: Apparently, Kelowna is a very like well-known winery area or vineyard in in Canada, but. We just don't know it because we're in the U.S. and only here in Napa. If it was good wine, we would know it. That's true.
0: Um, wait, who did you who did the who the corral take? Uh Kempson. Kempson. You don't remember? KDB is um, available. If you want to gamble on me, no, I, I'm going to take uh, Susan McFarling because she's going to be there. All right. She, She's like top 10 in some Canadian races. She'll be
3: like anywhere third to fifth. Um, I've got her ranked as the 17th best woman in the field. So that's appropriate. 16 or 17. That's right there. Would you have 16? Doesn't matter.
1: Okay.
3: Jeez.
1: Playing this one close to the chest. Just in in case
3: I decide to change my pick, in case the unknown Justin Atfield decides not to race, I'll. I'll swap.
0: Man, do we like these teams? Let's go. Let's go over them and see how much yeah. we like.
3: this. First overall pick, Bracken and Kirk. Let's see who you picked.
4: <clears throat>
3: let's read them out so people uh, know who it is. Who'd you go with?
1: I'll start with the females. Kirk, Lindsay, Jamie Brusa, Br- Bethany Mcchesney, Teresa Chicova, and Rosalie Billado. Billado, sorry. That's right.
3: Two two definite locks, one to get at worst second, one probably at worst fifth. And then we're rolling dice. Jamie's – that would be be her best outcome by a lot. I mean, if there's no nine-foot wall, her Utah race is different.
0: Well, there's always a nine-foot wall, and there's always the – like just the height obstacles are always – There's not always a nine-foot wall. Was there one an eight-foot wall? Eight-foot wall. Eight-foot wall, yeah. And the Stairway to Sparta, too. I mean, she's fit enough that she'll get to kind of run herself especially yeah. in this field. where she Bethany will run McChesney inside.
1: has the mountain chops to be able to do this.
0: Yeah. Also not tall. Where does she live, Bethany? For the second
2: time this again, episode. Ontario. Ontario. I forget. Tell me again. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ontario. <laughs> yeah. East, yeah. Ca- yeah. You East guys California. are real proud for
3: this one. I think Teresa is actually probably your best value woman pick. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she beats Bethany. I think Bethany's going to have a good race, but... Teresa has had some really good performances this year. And I think Bethany has been a little bit more focused on Deca.
1: This is one of those races where I think if you look at your roster and separate them, people are going to feel a little uninspired because a lot Mm. of the top depth is gone. But I assume Kirk was approaching it the way I was, which is we need seven. We don't need a men's and a women's team. We need seven combined. Mm. And I believe we have that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I would agree. If
3: your first five are solid
1: and go over your, go over the men's
3: picks. So we can actually, most of it is
2: for men. We got Rylan Shattig, Josiah Medow, Ryan Woods, Jesse Bruce, Austin Azar. And then our wild card is Kempson. But, uh, that's a I I think we're, you could all probably say that about your men's, your men's team. It's deep enough where you're like, we got a couple people who could pop their heads into the top five. Every single roster does right that aren't the guaranteed locks for like let's say a podium so it's like it really depends on how those shake out i think
3: three to eight is going to be really open on the men's side it is but you could get lucky a couple of you just have a good race suddenly you've got you've got a lot more points than you expected
2: when you say three to eight so you're you're giving one to atkins and giving one to hawk definitely is that what you're doing right now yeah. i'm not giving it to hawk i'm de- I, like i don't hawk's I gonna don't... run
3: away he's gonna have a bigger win than he did in utah
2: Dude's fit and confident, but the train is vastly different, correct? Yeah. From what we understand? Yeah.
1: If he's like his dad, he's every bit as good on technical as he is not on technical. But that's the question. We haven't seen it, and we need to see it. We need to see it. I had a meeting with someone this morning, an athlete of mine, and I said, I believe that Hawk wins by more than Utah. Sounds so I'm amazing. with you on that, Jack. I believe yeah. it can happen. But even though I think that the gap between first and second on the men's side could be more than on the women's side, I think the odds of it happening are less. That makes sense. I believe it's fully possible to happen, but I'll have to see it to believe it.
2: Yeah. Usually when Atkins gets beat, he comes back with a vengeance though. That guy keeps his receipts as much as anybody, right? So I'm just curious how that's going to play
1: out. Atkins sticks on him tight. He Early. didn't there. Is there anyone yeah. better on technical terrain in the field than Atkins right now?
3: I would say Kempson's probably up there, but we don't. He we don't think. He's race, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So in le- like that's the thing. It could be Hawk. The only option is Hawk. We just don't know yet. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, like Josiah Ryland, like they could be just as good on technical terrain. They haven't been.
3: Josiah's good uphill on that.
0: What is the technical terrain that we've seen Hawk like really excel in? Uh, Utah well, was pretty technical. Utah, not to lie. Like
1: we just saw little glimpses. There's one where they went around like a little S descent. They took a left turn descent and then had a a straight down descent. We just saw little 10 second glimpses, but Hawk looked every bit as good as Atkins did. And they looked better than a bunch of other people. So off the small glimpses we've had, he very well might be Hobie on technical. What I'm saying is that if he's not, no one's better than Atkins. And if he is, he's the only one that has a chance to be better than Atkins.
3: Didn't he come on your show and say no one in in the sport is a better downhill runner than him? Yeah. But he probably meant that on fire roads, or do you think he meant that period?
1: Period. And we saw that for three quarters of the race, that was true. And then Atkins obliterated his time on the last descent, but the race was already run.
3: And in the gauntlet, but yeah.
2: Yeah, and Hawk had played his cards at that point.
3: Yeah, Yeah. We've seen Atkins a couple of times go out with Josiah and Lars at Big Bear, for instance, instead of doing his usual, I'll make up time later on. Do you think he lets Hawk Hawk break away like he did in Utah, where it just might be an unmanageable gap? Because Atkins was in fifth or sixth when I saw him at the top of that two-mile climb several miles in.
2: Do you remember what happened when... Hobie call was leading the U S national series and Ryan Atkins and Hobie had a duel out in Asheville and Atkins needed to beat Hobie to stay in the game and Atkins and Hobie gapped the field by minutes and Atkins lived and died by that strategy after his, you know, he's all had all his receipts accumulated and, and Hobie got the best of him that day. I I think we see that Atkins against Hobie's son is what I think. You have
0: have to think about it in terms of the race scenarios right like he had second kind of locked up atkins this is in utah and that was part of a series where the big payday at the end of the series is what really matters right where it's i think it's 15 grand this year now he kind of has a stranglehold on the series a little bit because of a less than stellar performance from vj this the payday is first you know and he's been doing this a long time where he can kind of like i'm sure he can pick his spots where he really wants to really sell out and I'm guessing this will be one of those times where he's able to do it, where he's just been such a veteran in terms of like how to approach these series. This isn't his first series, right? It's like Hawk's first series. Yeah. So any win he can get, he's going to try to get. Where Atkins probably like, yeah, that's fine. I've gotten second before and won the series. so
3: we're, we're also talking how Atkins was in Leadville. Now he's in Kelowna. He's acclimated. Hawk lives at Elevation, so he's not going to be affected at all. We're assuming Atkins is probably going to be good to go, or at least almost all the way there by race day. but you know that that's going to be another factor that's not going to affect Hawk.
1: Ryan runs his own race to the level of who he thinks is a threat mm-hmm. and Hawk. He came into Utah knowing Hawk probably could win, but expecting that no matter what happened, he'd have the chance to reign him back in. Yeah. And now that Hawk has just said, okay, I'm an actual threat. Ryan assesses that, and then will play his hand accordingly. He's still going to do his own race, but how aggressive or laissez-faire he is going to be about how he does his own race has been impacted by Utah's result. So, yeah, Kirk, I'm, I'm with, I think I'm with everyone here, that he's going to be more apt to stay in semi-contact than he would have been in Utah, where in Utah he probably thought Ryland was a bigger factor than,
3: than mm-hmm. Hawk.
2: Maybe Canada gives us a real carry as well.
3: Yeah, Maybe. let's. Do you want to let's do let's see how many Canadians each of us has. So, Lindsay, Bethany, Jesse, Austin, Rosalie. So you've got five Canadians. Just just mm. keeping that in the back of our mind. No. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll switch over to my team, and I think Austin and, and Jesse, those are good value picks in round seven and eight, right there. Um. Feeling pretty good about my team. Uh, Emma Cook-Clark, Hawk Call, Sean stevens Whale, Ashley O'Hara, Casey Monroe, Brendan Neely, Margaret Jessen, Josh Fry, Monica Holmwood, Jeff Carr, and wildcard Justin Atfield. So, at the top, I was so happy that you didn't pick Hawk. Um, No disrespect to Chris, who's obviously going to get third like usual. Um, But I think having that ability to get a winner in at, at the fifth pick. I was really happy with a um, little bit of a stretch with Sean instead of Mick. That was probably the hardest pick for me right there. I think Ashley and Casey, you know what you're going to get there. Uh, rest of the women, Margaret and Monica probably going to be solid. And then Brendan and Josh first time facing real, real big competition. So boomer bust right there.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at this team
3: <clears throat> and I'm like, okay,
0: okay. Emma say Emma and Hawk get second, right? Just based off of past performances, like yeah. Just say they get second. I think Sean can get sixth. Ashley O'Hara could probably get seventh.
3: Casey didn't get fifth. You think think Ashley's going to get seventh in this race, or this field? What do you think? I mean, clearly higher because I picked her where where she is. But Casey would have. But Casey would have been picked before her if he didn't keep her. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, so you pro- think Jamie's so yeah. in there? So, yeah, pr- probably in that six to eight range. You're right.
0: I know. Uh, but then it's like tr- trying to get those last two, like these, uh, the Brendan Neely pick and the, the woman you think is going to get fifth, who no one's ever heard of, who you t- withheld from us. Protest. This is, all under, this is all under protest. Yeah, look at um, the screenshots. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think all of our teams are gonna come down to that like sixth and seventh athlete yeah. and how yeah. much they're not into like the yeah. fifteen, sixteen, seventeen range.
3: <laughs> we're all gonna have a couple on the podium and then a lot of third through, or fourth through eighth, probably. So you're right, it's the sixth and seventh that matter the most, just like in uh, most races. I if think we're gonna have, be...
2: I think we're gonna have really tight scores in these like, mm-hmm. head matches, probably as tight as we've seen up to this point. And It'd not low. Bigger. I think they're all going. No, like, they're going to be highest. Be, the highest point totals as well. Just yeah.
3: just in case, if there is a tie, like at at the top, are we scoring to eighth, and whoever does better there, or is it like the best worst person that you had? What uh, we, we should probably be transparent ahead of time.
1: Cross country style.
3: That's your sixth guy, right? Cross country
1: style. I thought it I mean, was your fifth scorer. Yeah. Besides it.
0: Okay. I didn't. I don't know. Right. it
1: would be our seventh score. Decides seventh it. score decides yeah, it. So your okay. best worst. And yeah. if that doesn't, then you bump back.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And on your team, on the Corral's team, I think you know Lindsay wins. We think
1: Ryland third, Josiah fourth. I have Woods here at like, seventh. Mm-hmm. It's going to be avoiding eight, nine, ten scores. Yeah. And getting five, six, seven scores. Usually, if you you can have like a ten or an eleven. I think this time you're not going to be able to have more than a seven or an eight count. Yeah. So there's gonna be a lot of five, six, sevens.
0: I agree. The Jamie pick is gonna be huge. Yep,
3: yep. The Jamie pick is gonna be huge. Like if she gets right. fourth, or if she gets like 10th, yeah. or 12th, like usual. 12th. 12th. I think she'll get fourth. Um, yeah, Rich, you got a good team by names.
2: Yeah, yours looks scary, man.
0: What we got here? Got Atkins, McGloskey, Amanda Nadeau, Mick Girello. Mark Battress, Natalie Miano, Chris Watson, Annie Doobie, Elizabeth Murray, Jacob Clinker, and Susan McFarlane. Annie, that's your <laughs> that's Annie's <really>. your hint. <laughs> I know oh you might God, want to
2: slip her a hundo here. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. think. just have it, get out there, and, and just uh-huh. see how it goes. Do we
1: all have five to six that we feel we can count on, mm-hmm. and then we have one of those that we're like, what? Are, like ours is Jamie. Like, mm-hmm. can she take care of business and be the best? Of that chase pack, yours is Amanda. Can she be the best of the chase pack? Mm-hmm. Each one of ours—that's a big point swing. That person that could be third or fourth, but could be ninth or tenth. I think that with Batras as well, mm.
0: depending on how this course plays out for him,
1: Natalie could be big.
0: Nat- I, I, I'm writing things out like I had Natalie like ninth, whatever. Like Manda sixth, just conservatively. Chris third. Mick, I think will get. I think Mick will get fifth. Put it. Put it on the Jack Bauer. Yeah. Yeah, OCR or o- obstacle race media Yanti. The prediction Camp show. The prediction top five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's
1: put them on there. Kirk and I had a Mexico race where if Annie finishes the race, we win, and if she doesn't, we lose. And I think that's you. Sam <laughs> If she yeah, races, no. you're set because you then you have more. You have one more firepower piece than anyone else does.
0: I didn't realize this is going to be like the. Yeah,
2: we should be winning this oh, whole Brad. thing by a long shot, Brack, and we've really got hosed a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I smell collusion between Rich and Amy. I think so, too.
1: Yeah. I think so, too. Rich didn't pay up.
0: We'll see. Based yeah, on she was
1: training by through, based. and he's, there's no injury, but he's like, hey, yeah. just go out there, run the first few miles, and then step off course, and it'll Make be sure, fine. Yeah.
3: Make sure you tell Jack that, Take some uh, risks. that you're hurt so that he'll tell the rest of the group that, and then you know something. You're, you're deflecting by not picking torque people because you know about Annie. I think it's only fair that you have all the information most of the time.
1: I'm holding <laughs> on to my information this time. Yeah. Yeah. How you like that? Yeah, i transparent. How's it, how's that feel? On paper, this is the most parody we've seen this year with rosters. Yeah. Yep. I don't have a feeling one way or the other about anyone's roster. This is going to
0: be so fun at the top. The Lindsey-Emma battle. Jack, you better get on your horse, man. You better be rabbiting like crazy. I need to see it.
3: Yeah. I'm gonna be using that gator a little bit to save something for uh for Palm Beach because that's obviously my my personal priority getting that top twelve, but I'll do my best to to stick it out.
2: Is
1: that the next weekend? Yeah. Palm Beach. Oh boy. I know. <laughs> Jack, you're gonna have the best seat in the house for this battle. This I might am. be a battle for the ages.
2: Fellas, how much would you pay? I I would pay, like pay per view pay to watch Lindsay and Emma go head to head. I'd like pay, pay to watch. Yep. Is this tw- a 20 spot? I'd put 20 25? on that. Yep, absolutely. I'm is looking this, forward to that more than anything.
3: Is this the best venue for them to go ahead to hit? We don't know anything about it, but we have our suspicions on it. Can you think of a better court? Would you rather see them at Tahoe? Would you rather see them at slowly? Maybe the
1: other nasty mountain course of the U.S., which would be West Virginia.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a good question, Jack. I think, but I think this is going to be very exciting. I think the fact that neither of them has run it now, you don't have that experience level coming in right there. So this is just raw. Who's a better racer?
1: You know how they have that bike lane on the side of major marathons, yeah. where people can bike alongside and watch. I would pay to have a right. taped off route that mirrors the course to be able to run and watch the entire Emma Lindsay battle. Yeah, if you were there in person. Yeah, I would pay to to run that course, skip all the obstacles, and just run and watch the battle. Think you make it to the top of the mountain with him?
3: I'm gonna try, but I don't know. I I honestly don't think I can keep up with Emma all the way up. I did like Today? 18 minutes before I had to <laughs> cut off once I heard Killian got hurt, and I was like, yeah, I've got like not much time left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Need some of that EPO, yeah. and then keeping up. Maybe if it was Mexico, EPO. <laughs> um,
1: if Western this race, team. they were both allowed to start on the men's starting line. I would bet that they'd have a shot. They'd be top 12, maybe top 10. 8th or ninth. Yeah, so I, I think guess. so too. Which means, do I think I could go top 15 right now in the men's field? Because that's about what it would take with doing no obstacles. Are you going to go? card? I could change my wild card. Yeah. Pick Bracken. If they'd let me race the female r- division, I would go. Hmm. So I think that would be fair. I could, I could be fighting with Teresa. Tuck it back and buy a plane ticket, Bracken. Yeah. And I'll pick you on wild card.
0: So fill us in on what the coverage details are. What's going on? We, can, we, we, we know no more. Watch this thing. I think it's, it's the same setup as last time. We
2: have not had our official meeting yet about this. So o- we just, OCR. we just,
0: Report. Yep. yep. Is that They're on Spartans um, YouTube it, then? Or is that OCR reports YouTube? I forget
3: probably on spartan i'm guessing check both of them just in case but ocr report is definitely handling the bulk of the work um jason dupree and i are getting in late on thursday driving there on friday um checking out the course maybe do like a little preview video on friday maybe we'll wait in the morning but i'm pretty sure it's bracken kirk and magita in the booth again um handling things Sean told me that reception is pretty good. There are a couple spotty uh, sections on the mountain. So we're going to go get around the gator, just see what the frame rate is and stuff. And um, hopefully give you guys a heads up when coverage might be a little lacking. So don't expect it as good as Utah because there were towers everywhere um, on Utah for, and I think overall it was a pretty clean video quality for most of that race, but we'll, we'll do our best to make sure that the, the camera work is as good as possible.
1: And, and we learned a bit from that, that first one. So I think Jason's routing through his home setup rather than relying on their network Logo. there, which could really help the clarity of what makes it to the viewer. So I'm optimistic that at the very least, the lack of towers everywhere balances out with how his production goes on the back end. So I think it'll be as good or maybe potentially better, but you know how it goes with OCR. You might show up and get blank screen for a half hour. Or so <laughs>
2: yeah. who knows? have any? our talking points ready. <laughs>
3: it'll help with the talking over each other. Cause there was a little bit of a lag with, I think so and Megita for a few seconds where there was a lot of like, Oh my, I could tell you were frustrated with between it. everybody. It was like yeah.
2: three seconds. It was the most dramatic Two. lag
1: I've ever had
2: in any broadcast. <laughs>
1: But it was two between two of us and three seconds between the other. So
3: mm-hmm.
1: like you might be waiting patiently for someone and they've already been talking for two seconds.
3: <laughs> yep. Now, as as broadcasters, what what would you like me to do differently to help you guys out, give a better product? Do you like it when I hold like the two in front of the camera to show that it's second place? Like, does that help you with that? And any other tips?
2: You can check in as often as you would like. The more we can be live on the field with that pretty face of yours, Jack, the better <sighs> People get sick of hearing us talk. We like to see you check in.
1: We both said it at the meeting afterwards. The best part of the broadcast is when you guys on course see something and talk about it as it happens in front of you. And then we can elaborate on stuff. But check-ins down on course with actual footage right there is, I think, as good as it gets. I would watch a coverage of only that. You could chime in every three minutes if you wanted
2: to. I don't think you could overdo it.
3: Okay. I think Gary's probably going to be the other person who's doing a lot of the taking Steve's role for this race, so he'll probably keep be person He knows everybody out there. This. <laughs> just hog it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And if there is some spotty spotty spots, let's keep it out of the comments on YouTube. We don't need to hear how how bad the coverage is. Yeah. Only yeah. encouraging words to our crew. We can't do nothing yeah. about that. I'm going to be gasping
3: for air, trying to keep up with Lindsay and Emmy or uh, Lindsay and Emma. Anyway, so just just give it a break.
2: And if people have a hard time with the, the stuff, like when it's put up on YouTube later and it lives there afterwards, they put up the oftentimes the cleaner version. So then it is actually in the HD. It should be once yep. it's put up and lives there. So yes, maybe real time it's a little spotty, but if you want to go back and watch it and crystal clear, so you don't have to complain, you yep. can also do that. Just one. It's other.
1: a friendly reminder that you would rather watch 60 to 70% of the mm-hmm. race live then rely on just Spartan's results on their website Mm -hmm. and get nothing live. No matter how frustrating it is, you're knowing something. And we're pretty much giving it away. Kirk and I, Jack, we're not retiring off this coverage. So (laughs) we understand it's not going to be ideal for everyone, but it's something. And how many races have we had where there's just nothing?
3: Mm -hmm. All them. Your your work is... Appreciated. One other content-wise, would you prefer to have someone specifically with the lead? Let's say it's Hawk and Atkins and Emma and Lindsay there on their own. Have one person always on them and always on that next pack, or would you? If Lindsay is a little gapped by Emma on the first climb, would you want someone with both of them? Like, what, what do you think would be the best storytelling?
1: Personally, there's nothing worse than missing the move and missing the action like in the marathon when they cut away and they're just showing one the male leader the whole time and then the female move gets made so that doesn't necessarily clarify your strategy other than the action that matters whenever possible if you could see that
3: yeah we'll have four cameras two per gender
1: but that's that's not my call luckily i don't have yeah. to do production truck i'm just there to flap my gums yeah speaking of what do you guys got in the running public
0: this week
2: Well, we have no. We got a training Tuesday, which ends up being more of a rant and pep talk, which is about uh, quit being lazy. And if, you know, later means never. So we kind of kind of pump people up on how to get their shit done. And we don't have our Friday interview uh, done yet. What is it?
0: The first, the the best time is 10 years ago. The second best time is right now.
2: That'd have been a good episode title. Something like that.
0: Yeah.
2: If
1: you're going to get to it later, you're never going to get to it and you the big thing is you can't wait until the stars align to get back on track you just start right now and you develop momentum you fabricate momentum you cannot wait for momentum to be provided to you this is where
0: perfectionists struggle with things like endurance sports like nutrition where they're just like it's not perfect Mm -hmm. i'll start next week on reinforced running podcast we had glenn race on talking a, a lot of, a lot of DECA stuff you know he's got yeah. that analytical kind of brain so we dove into it thank you jack okay. and uh yeah this week i have a good guest lined up i it should it should happen but i'm not i'm not going to yeah he's the point you know, can't say that learning. anymore no can't can announce with that pledge to our patreon get some cool giveaways get some inside access get some swag all that sure. type of stuff
3: when do you want to do the first giveaway just so people might be encouraged I should say like when we reach our first
0: first of the month, first thousand, when we get a thousand Patreons (laughs) and we'll do our first.
3: Sure. That's happening.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. First of the month. Yes. First of the month. Yeah. September 1st, we will give away and we're going to give away. Yeah. We'll announce what we're giving away. We have a good idea. Cool. fellas. Well, that was fun. We'll yeah. make sure we take a look for you guys over the weekend, and I'm going to be enjoying doing whatever I want, so I don't really want to be there anyway. So yeah.
3: And get get your picks in on the top five ENC camp contests. So. Yes. Post it on your story, Jack. Yeah. yeah, get that Post out. on your
0: story, and I'm going to do it. Yep. All right. See you, dudes. Bye.